Vocal toe, vocal toe, so much strong, so much It's a good thing to praise y'all in the morning. Do dial 218-862-7200-231-971, pal. Welcome to the prayer line. Hallelujah. We praise y'all. So copy and see the host of one for the song that we praise y'all. Let's go on the prayer line. Get the songs of the day on the prayer line. The evil word of the day on the prayer line. And get the deep talk on the prayer line. This is how we do it on the prayer line. The prayer line. Then we get for reminder on the prayer line. Then we get the health watch on the prayer line. Then we get five corner on the prayer line. Anointed with rich oil, 
Mine eye also have gazed on them that lie in wait for me. Mine ears have heard my desire of the evildoers that rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Planted in the house of Jehovah, they shall flourish in the course of our power. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be full of sap and richness. To declare, Jehovah is upright, my rock, in whom there is no unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Yah Elohim. Elohei Avotain. Elohei Avraham Yitzchak Yisrael. O great and mighty king that we serve, that we have even placed on high, even on your throne of righteousness, O great king. We humbly submit ourselves before thee and ask for permission to enter the holy chambers of thy gates with prayer, O great king, for all your greatness. Highly exalted are you, O great king, and to highly to be praised. We thank you for all that you do for us on a regular basis, O great king, even the staples of life, food, clothing, and shelter, good health and strength, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, sound mind and body, O great king, as we are in the midst of a people, O great king, that have rejected your instruction, that have attempted to emulate being you, O great king, and even have used evil and wicked ways to oppress a mighty nation of people. Understanding, O great king, that this was not done uneven circumstance as we have rejected you, O great king, in days of old. And as repercussion, you allowed us to know what it feels like to be out here on our own as we have leaned on our own understandings. But as we return unto thee, O great king, we have learned from the error of our ways, Salak Ranu. We even ask that you continue loving us as you have proven throughout the generations. No matter what appears to be a hardship for us, you always allow us to prevail, that we even keep that third eye open to understand that you are moving with us, even as in the time that you are with us as fire by night and a cloud by day, O great king. We move with thee, and we ask that you continue showing us the signs with understanding that we are completely underneath your care. We thank you for all that you do, even for the nation that has been spread on four corners of the earth, O great king, beyond just this prayer line, that we even pray on behalf of them, even those that know not your name, that we may be used as tools to return them to the salvation which resides in your excellency. Even thanking you, O Yehovah, for allowing my Esau to make a vast journey across many long-distant seas, O great king, to even visit the family and guy in South America and even refresh herself, O great king, over the past couple of weeks. We thank you for the opportunity to allow her to feel the freeness of life, O great king, as we all on one level or another are even boggled down with the everyday stresses of life, the everyday things that tend to jerk and pull at our spirits, O oh great king. We all need a point in our lives that we're even able to meditate and reflect on our travels, even up into whatever point in life we're in. So we reflect, O oh great king, and we realize that you are the provider of our sanity, and we thank you for all that you do, once again, on a daily and a regular basis. Asking, O oh great king, that you continue being with the elders in our midst, and even those that have physical struggles that are in their midst, as we even continue praying on behalf of the prayer line elder Imar Tamar, continue being with our good brother, even Maury Yoel, 
continue being with Sister Coretta, O oh great king. Continue being with even my Aunt Bernice, that you may bless and keep her even in the struggles that she's having with the physical infestations that have even burdened her, O oh great king. Continue being with Sister Kia Ishek Mori Malakia, O oh great king, as she has made it through a trying time in her life and even asking that you continue warding off those things that attempted to infest her body, O oh great king. Continue being with the very Yehudi's daughter with her physical struggles, O oh great king. Be with any of us that have some form of physical ailment, O oh great king, that restricts us from being 100%, that you may be able to be our rock, our shield, and our banner through all our difficult times. Blessed art thou, O Yah, our power, and blessed be the works of thy hands. And the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the hosts of them. And on the seventh day, Yah finished his work which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day and hallowed it. Because that ended, he rested from all his work which Yah and creating had made. O thou who art most holy, look upon thy people and mercy. Hear thou us, O power of Abraham. Nurture us, O power of Yitzchak. Save us, we implore thee, O power of Israel. Let us not out, O Yah, though our sins be many. Cast our evil doings into the bottomless pit to remain forevermore. Our hope is in thee, O Yah, and without thy mercy we have naught. Father of wisdom, thou dispenser of knowledge, cause our hearts to discern and our minds to retain thy law. Bless Israel to know thee as we did in the days of yore, that the sign of the Shabbat shine brightly from this thy house and from us, thy people, Israel. Let our voices mingle with the hosts of heaven as we joyfully proclaim, Blessed be the name of our power, and blessed be his holy day. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael, Yah Eloheinu, Yah Echad, Baruch Shem Kevoma Kutole Olam Wa'ed. Hallelujah. This is the day which Yah has made, and we will be glad and rejoice thereon. Unto thee do I lift up mine eyes. O thou that art enthroned in the heavens, ascribe unto Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Worship Yahweh in the beauty of holiness. And thee, O Yah, do I take refuge. Let me never be ashamed. Thou hast given us joy in the place of sorrow. Thy truth is like a heady wine. Shout for joy, O ye children of Israel. Proclaim the name of our King, to whom the sun does shine and the wind sing. Yahweh is our sun and shield. Who then can master us? To thee, power of our fathers, do we give honor and glory. For who is Yah beside thee? Be thou our judge, O Yah, against the ungodly nations. Save us, O our King, we beseech thee. Then shall we come clapping, singing, jumping, shouting, praising, crying, and extolling thy holy name. For with thee is the fountain of light, and thy light do we see light. Thy loving kindness, Yah, is in the heavens. Thy faithfulness reacheth unto the skies. Depart from evil and do good, and dwell forevermore in peace. For Yehovah love of justice and forsake of not his holy ones. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu, Yah Echad, Baruch Shem Kevoma Kutole Olam Wa'ed. Hallelujah. Where is the power of Abraham, who does call our father from Chaldea? Art thou not he, O power of Yisrael? Where is the power of Yisrael, who did bless him with the righteous repoir? Thou art one and the same. Who knoweth them who changed Jacob's name? Thou, O Yah, would ever remain. Though Yosef sojourned in Egypt, yet did all men show him favor. 
Thy hand, O Yah, was with him. Thou didst help Moshe and Yisrael against Pardo, who stood up the mighty Red Sea. Manna dropped from heaven to sustain thy people in the wilderness. They fastened the calf to bow down to, yet to Yisrael didst thou show mercy. We give thanks unto thee, O Yah, we will tell of thy wondrous works. And Yehuda is Yah known, his name is great in Yisrael. His foundation is in the holy mountains. We will sing of the mercies of Yehoah forever, and to all generations we will make them to be known. Stay thou, O Yah, in the midst of us. Cause righteousness once more to be sown. So shall the heavens praise thy wonders, Yah, thy faithfulness in the holy assembly. Let Yisrael awaken the day of their praises. Glory to Yah, now and forevermore. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Ya Eloheinu, Ya Echad, Baruch Shem Kevo, Malkutole Olam, Yed. Hallelujah. O Yah, thou art my power. Earnestly will I seek thee. Hear my voice, merciful Father. Preserve me from mine enemies. Send out thine angels to protect me. O thou that hearest prayer with thy mighty hand, Yah, subdue all those that hate us. Remember us in mercy, Yah, and pardon all our transgressions. Except thy power doth bless us, how can we hope to prosper? Unless our Creator protect us, we as if we had not been. Stay thy hand, O death, for he doth forgive our iniquities. So will I sing praises to his name that I may perform our vows. The dead praise not Yah, nay, nor any that go down into silence. Let us extol our power while we have life. Sing praises to our power while we have any being. Together we will lift up our voices and gratefully sing. But hold not thy voice from extolling our maker. Let young and old praise them together. Let the tribes come in and testify, even the tribes of Israel, the mighty of Jehovah. Say among the nations, Jehovah reigneth thy power, Israel, over all the world. For Jehovah will not cast off his people. Neither, neither will he forsake his inheritance. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, now, O Yah, and forevermore. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu, Yah Echad, Baruch Shem Kevo, Malkuto Le Olam, Hallelujah. Once again, thanking the Creator for life extended on this day. Thanking him for being with us as we travel to and fro in these dangerous lands that are not our own until that one day that we even have returned to that place that he promised our foreparents Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But we will find that comfort and strength in knowing that we are a mighty nation, that he even placed high above all the other nations to lead, to teach, and to instruct in righteousness. Hallelujah. With Shabbat Shalom.
One day, one day, one day. Today is that day. The Almighty will be with us. I love that song. Oh, it brings so much hope and so much joy to my heart, letting me know that that day is coming. If it's not here yet for you, stick around. The name of the game is survival. Let's live so that day that we can all feel that we're free. Wow, I was just doing a little timeline of our history here in the United States of America. I mean, United States of America. And what I came up with was, like, so stunning. You know, we've only been free for, like, what, 61 years? And that's not even free. The freedom that came after they announced that you were free from slavery in America, it didn't really come because they had to do the Jim Crow. And then after the Jim Crow... You know, we had to be assassinated just because. Anything you tried to do, we're going to tear it down. But that day is soon coming to an end. I know that the creator is watching, taking notes, and he is going to be with those that are in this struggle. Shabbat shalom, everybody. All praises to the Most High. Welcome back. Yes, we're live. This is not a recording. You will not hear your voice reading a psalm <laughs> unless you raise your hand and read a psalm yourself today. Well, I thank the Most High for this beautiful, beautiful Shabbat morning. I thank him for allowing me to travel and to come back home uh, without any harm and no detours, no cancellations. No terrible stories. All good is all good. I wanted to read and jumpstart this psalm service today with a psalm that may not sound like it's a, a feel-good psalm, you know, but it is one of those everything-will-be-all-right kind of psalms in the end. Um, it's actually a pretty dark psalm when you hear it, <laughs> but I want to glean some of that um, wonderful feeling from 
maybe one of the darkest psalms in the whole psalm. So Psalms 88, it's not as darkest as I described, but it is not one of those go-to psalms that most people choose because they want to feel good. But I would love to hear and for you to hear how I glean the goodness out of the psalms. And, and that's just a little hint to what we're going to be doing. We're going to be working on switching around that narrative in our lives. Things that sound and seem so bad. Let's see if you can get the silver lining out of it. That is what we should be doing every day. And that will help us to count our blessings. So we're going to take one of the darkened psalms and turn it into a psalm of hope. Let's see if we can do that. Do you have the the talent to change a bad thing into a good thing? Do you know how to do that? Do we know how to exclude the negative and leave the positive? Some people call it chewing the meat and spitting out the bone. Okay? So now that I've given you that little hype to what we're about to do. Let's get into the psalm service. Yes. I'm going to jump start it, and um, you're going to join me, right? You've had two weeks of not having to do anything but sit back and listen. Now we're asking for you to be interactive. Your vacation is over. <laughs> Raise your hand. Star five star. Okay. Today's psalm service will start out with Psalms 88, which reads on this wise. This is a psalm, is a song actually, a psalm of the sons of, of Korah for the leader upon the Mahalat. Mashil of Himan the Ezraite. He says, Oh Yah, my power of my salvation, what time I cry in the night before thee. Let my prayer come before thee. Incline thy ear unto my cry. For my soul is sated with troubles, and my life draws nigh unto the grave. I'm counted with them that go down into the pit. I am become as a man that hath no help, set apart among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, whom thou rememberest no more. And they are cut off from thy hand. Thou hast laid me in the nethermost pit, in the dark places, in the deep. Thy wrath lieth hard upon me. All thy ways thou precepts down, Selah. Thou hast put mine acquaintance far from me. Thou hast made mine an abomination unto them. I am shut up and cannot come forth. Mine eye languishes by reason. Of affliction. I have called upon thee, O Yah, every day. I have spread forth my hands unto thee. Wilt thou work wonders for the dead? Or shall the shades arise and give thee thanks? Selah. Shall thy mercy declare in the grave? Or thy faithfulness in destruction? Shall thy wonders be known in the dark? and thy righteousness in the land of the forgetfulness. But as for me, unto thee, O Yah, do I cry. In the morning doth my prayer come to meet thee. 
Yehovah, why castest thou off my soul? Why hidest thou thy face from me? I am afflicted and at the point of death from my youth up. I have borne thy terrors. I am distracted. Thy fierce wrath is gone over me. Thy terrors have cut me off. They came round about me like water all the day. They compassed me about together. Friend and companion hast thou put far from me. Mine acquaintance into darkness. Hallelujah. That ends the psalm, Psalm 88. I Like I said before, it's not one of those, you know, feel-good psalms and everything's going to just be okay. It is set in like a, a sad, sad song, another sad love song. It's like one of those, you know, it's like I'm in despair. And now asking that the Creator will hear these words, you know, incline your ear to me. You know, life has all these troubles and my life is drawing near to Sheol. You know, are you this angry with me, Creator, that you make me feel this overwhelming sense of, of, of painful strides and waves of, of sadness? And why did you cast my soul away? You know, all these questions that are being asked uh, from this psalmist. And I, and I just can't help myself because it begins as a psalm of praise, but it ends in some kind of lament. I want us to all be reminded that Every moment, every day is an opportunity to celebrate the creator, celebrate the covenant that he has, and how he is there when even you start to lament, when you're sad and when you're good and everything. He is provision. He provides us with everything we need, food, clothes, shelter, all these things that sometimes we overlook. And when I read this psalm, you hear it how the creator is being reaffirmed by David. David is like, oh, you're an ultimate. You are the power of all powers. He's attributing, even though he's going through some things, that the creator has always been there for him, his mercies and his, his compassion. He's understanding that even though he's going through some things in his life, that he can always go to the creator. David understands who he is. He says, I am the chosen. I am a servant of the creator. This means that he knows because the intimate relationship that he's in with the creator. If you're not in an intimate relationship, you cannot dare to call yourself a chosen or a servant of the creator. David was so chosen and so intimate in a relationship with the Most High that he understood that his seed, the promise that the Most High made to him, that his seed, the direct descendant, is going to endure this throne forever because of his faithfulness to the Creator. You understand that your works can exceed you? It can go through your generations, your children, your children's children. That's why it's important for us to keep our head up, even in a time of despair, because you don't want to blow your blessing. All the praise in heaven, all the praise in earth belongs to the creator. There's no one who is compared to him, no one that can be 
in his stead. There is no other God. There is no other strength, no other love that can match his love and his strength. What's the point of the question? What's the point of questioning who is in the heavens that can be compared unto the creator? When you know the answer. It's just a little uh, pop quiz, you know, just a little reminder, just, just a refresher course. We have to be reminded every time we consider that we're going to give up, that there was a time where you was out of control. There was something you couldn't take, some kind of pain, some sorrow that happened, and you thought that this was the end of the world, and the Creator sent that merciful hand and cleared it all up. He brandished his arm, and everything was cleared up. This is the power that we serve. The Holy One of Israel is in the midst of us. His holiness is memorable. When you're going through your thing, whatever your travail is, remember the last thing you went through and how he got you out of that. We have to be reminded. So you think, I read one of the saddest psalms in the Tanakh. Perhaps. But if you can't pull the goodness out of the sadness, then you're not exercising those tools that the Creator gave you. We have to be faithful. And when we exercise mercy, we understand that this is what's been doing done for us. This is the love the Creator has that He has for you. He will save you from the grave. In the lowest part of your life, He will be there for you when you're in trouble. Don't forget Him. He is a faithful friend, compassionate one. I just thank him for all, all of this praise that has been left on record, all these acknowledgments that the creator is real. Now, see how you can establish that in your life if you haven't done so already. Cry out to the Most High and see how he saves you. You seem like you're drifting among the dead and he grabs you from the lowest, most pit and bring you up. This is the thing. Don't forget. And when you, your mind and your heart wants to forget because you're crying too hard or you're so sad, I need you to pick a time where it was the worst time and see how the creator got you through that. All praises to the most high. Let's pick out the silver lining. Let's not always look to the negative. Chew out the meat and spit the bones. We don't want the bones. We want the substance. So let's highlight the substance that the creator has blessed us with today. Who's next? Star 5 Star. Everybody got their hand in the air today, right? Y'all missed the prayer line. You never missed the prayer line till the, till the line runs dry, <laughs> Right? Star 5 Star will prove it. Let me see just how much you miss being on the line. If not, you know, we can make it a short service and keep it moving. Right, Kima? Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom to you. Fuck with Tobin. I already know what psalm you're going to read. Let me see if I remember it clearly. Psalm 1 You said a mouthful of cozy. Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, my goodness. It was bringing tears to my eyes just listening to you 
just talk about the most high and the goodness and the mercy and the kindness and the wonderfulness. Oh, my goodness. Most high is so great. I was thinking about just one time. Just This is just one of the million, trillion times that the most high has had mercy on me and and, and, and saved me and, and, and from my evil doing, from my being hard-headed. The Most High, he punished me, but at the same time, he had mercy on me. I'm talking about from a child, being hard-headed, disrespecting my mother when she told me not to do something. She told me clearly, clearly, daughter, stay in the house. You is not allowed to go to that party. Very clear. She left. I decided to be sneaky. I'm going to be sneaky and go against my mother. Sneak to the party. And what happens? She gets a call that her daughter is has been shot in the hospital. She didn't believe it. No, my daughter in the house. I know she in the house. I, this is just the mercy that the most high. This is just one of the mercies the most, the most high had on me. But it was a lesson learned. It was a lesson. The most I said, be obedient to your parents. I was a child, 15 years old. 15 years old, I should have I should have listened. And, you know, she came to my, my, my bed in the hospital, and she wanted to beat me, laying on my dying bed. I was shot in my back with a 45. That was just the most I showed me not to be hard-headed. That was just one mercy that the most I had on me. I just I said that from... What you were saying, Kokaria. But anyway, give it all praise and all glory and all honor to the Most High, Yah, who is first in my life, who I am just so grateful to have as my all. Hallelujah. Thanking the Most High for allowing me to see another day. Hallelujah. So that Yah, I choose life. Hallelujah. I want to live. I wear my kai around my neck faithfully. Hallelujah. The Most High is great. Awesome. This is Psalm 111. Let me tell them my business, Kokavia. Let me tell them my business. Um, Psalm 111. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. I will, I will thank Yah with all my heart and the meeting of his good people. Yah does great things. Those people who love them think about them. What he does is glorious and splendid. His goodness continues forever. His miracles are unforgettable. Yah is kind and merciful. He gives food to those who fear him. He remembers his agreement forever. He has he has shown his people his power when he gave them the land of other nations. Everything he does is good and fair. 
will continue forever. They were made true and right. He sets his people free. He made his agreement everlasting. He is holy and wonderful. Wisdom begins with respect for Yah. Those who obey his orders have good understanding. He should be praised forever. Family, I understand oh so well, oh so well how important it is to obey Yah's orders. I understand oh so well. If you knew how wonderful, how merciful, how kind the blessings and the wonderfulness that comes from the Most High is so great. I never want to lose that. Never want to lose that. I try to do what's right, say what's right. I want to even think what's right. But when negative things come to my mind, I'm like, y'all, please take it away. I don't even want to think like that. There's some people out there that make you think like that, that just get on your nerves so bad. <laughs> but y'all is so good. Y'all is so great. He allowed me to be his servant. I thank him every day. Every day. I thank the most high every day. For his goodness, his wonderfulness, and his protection, and his hallelujah, y'all. I just, I just can't praise y'all enough. He keeps on showing me his goodness and how he is so with me, and I want to show him every turn how much I want him to stay with me forever, not turning away from me, not even for a moment. Please, y'all, don't leave me in harm's way. I'm so glad, family. I'm just so glad. I'm so happy. I'm just so happy to be a servant. Hallelujah. It is such a difference. And I can't help but think about the before and the after when I didn't know the most high. And now that I know the most high, I'm so grateful, family. I'm so grateful. He just he's so good. He's so good. He just keep on. Not just one time or two times he did, but continually every day, every day. The Most High is even, he's putting, the people that try to come up against me, it's like he's putting it in their minds that, listen, this is my servant, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm seeing these things happen. How do y'all be reminding people that no weapon against me shall prosper? That's what uh, my Yahudi was telling me. And, it, and, it, and it, it's true. It's so true. No weapon against me shall prosper. I am trying to do it right. Hallelujah. Continually. Everybody have a toll. Shabbat Yom. Hallelujah. Tell me how you really feel again. Like, hmm. <laughs> I have no doubt. <laughs> oh, she loved the most high. It's a good thing I'm not selfish. I'll share him with you. It's all. Oh. <laughs> That's the only thing I don't mind sharing. The creator. You can have a share. Oh, all right. 
this is a beautiful time to give God the glory because, like Kima said, you know, when you look back and realize, oh wow, you know, I'm still I'm still here. <laughs> oh wow, I I didn't listen to Maima, but you know, I'm still here. This is oh, yeah. this is a blessing. We have to be able to relate that and tell it to the world. Tell everybody what the Creator has done for you, because see. Some people think that the creator is exclusive to them, too, you know. I know. We're a little selfish. But the creator is the power of the universe. He got enough of himself to go around for all of us. So we should all be talking about the goodness of the creator and what he's done for you. That shouldn't be a secret. But if you do have a secret, then you make sure you thank the creator about how he blessed you in secret. He's always been compassionate to us. We just have to be compassionate to ourselves, to each other. So the same way that the Creator blessed us and helped us out and treated us kindly and showed us some compassion and and was merciful and forgiving, we have to learn those same attributes and we have to start them with ourselves and then take it abroad. Yeah, I know. It's kind of hard, but we're going to do this, right? All right, Psalm service should be all blazed up. Yeshana is next. Shabbat Shalom, Bokwetov. And which one of these beautiful psalms are you going to read as a psalm of praise today? Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, Mishpaka. Shabbat Shalom to the elders and the mystery, to the children. Most high, thank you for this wonderful and glorious Shabbat day. I tell you, boy, Sister Kima is a hard act to follow. I just love the way she praises our Father. I mean, like you said, um, Kokavio, we got to share y'all. And there's enough for him to go around to love us all individually and collectively. But his name is so worthy to, to, to be praised. His compassion and his mercy, as he says, endureth forever to those that believe and those that seek him daily. Oh, what a wonderful way to wake up to this line, to hear the praise of the Most High's name, to be with you all on this divine line that goes strong every Shabbat day. I thank the Most High for your life, Sister Kakavia, for you picking up the mantle after the sisters before you started the line, and just having the passion that you do, the having the love for Yah and his people like you do. I mean, you know, it takes special kind of people to do that. And just know that you, your family, your prayer line team, all of you individually and collectively are special. And I thank the Most High for your lives. I thank the Most High for everybody who tunes into this divine line because this line here is truly the iron that sharpens iron. You get so much here. You get praise and worship. You get historical information. You get a Hebrew lesson. You get the moray with his just also. Also wonderful instruction, Moray um, Uziel, um, that just um, humbly and just eloquently just so does everything. And, you know, we have music. We have Sister Adira with the health spot telling you how to eat, to live, what things to do. You know, I mean, this line is, is multidimensional 
multifunctional, multi-healing, multi-everything. I mean, Todayah for this prayer line. Todayah for the voices on the line. Todayah for the hearts that seek you daily. Todayah for not giving up on us when we didn't listen, when we sinned before you. You know, as Kima says, it's times of we didn't listen to our parents, and now that we're parents and we have children, we have that 2020 hindsight. Oh, to praise Yah and to wake up to the Shabbat day is the most glorious day. And I'm so grateful, being that my family didn't grow up in this way of life, that Yah woke me up to this way of life so that I can raise my children, my sons. I have three wonderful, beautiful sons, but that I could teach them and tell them who their father is, who the most high is, who everything is. I need I, that I need him and, I, I, and that they need him in everything that they do and that they will never be successful without consulting the Most High first and foremost and giving him his praise due. So, Kima, you read my Psalms 111. Thank you. And I'm going to just follow behind with Psalms 8. Hallelujah. For the leader of Gideon, a Psalm of Dawid. Oh, yeah, our yeah, how glorious is thy name in all the earth, whose majesty is rehearsed above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and suckling hast thou founded strength. Because of thine adversaries, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. Hallelujah. When I behold thy heavens and the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast established, what is man that thou art? Mindful of him, and the son of man, that thou thinkest of him. Yet thou hast made him but a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Torah, Thou hast made him to have dominion over the works of thy hand. Yah has given us dominion over the works of his hands. Like, who does that? Who does that? We don't even do that. You know, we try to do that with our children to give them and leave them something. But Yah has given us that. He has put all things under his feet. His sheep, his oxen, all of them. Yea, and the beast of the field, the fowl of the air, and the fish of the sea. Whatsoever passes through the paths of the sea. Oh, Yah, our Lord. How glorious is thy name in all thy earth. Hallelujah. 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 Yakai. For your words left on record, so that we may heal from the inside out, that we may bethink ourselves in the land of our captivity, that we may be better today than we was yesterday. And it was because of you, Yah, that we woke up today, that we have your mercy and grace upon us. Because we know, Yah, if it wasn't for your mercy and grace, we would have no voice, we would have no eyes to see, no ears to hear, and no voice to praise your holy and precious name. Thank you, Yah, 
for preserving me and my family, for keeping me through all the storms, trials, and tribulations, for giving me the lessons and the blessings, but most of all, life and understanding, and to know your holy and precious name. Shabbat Shalom, Mishpaka. Thank you for the reading of Psalms 8. Shabbat Shalom. May everyone have a glorious, restorative, restful, healing, and just beautiful Shabbat day. Regardless whether it rains or shines, every day above ground is a glorious and wonderful day to praise the Almighty. Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Yes, sister, yes. That Psalm day is so powerful. I like the way these Psalms are being read in the order in which they're being read. Because I did Psalms 88, then Kima did 111, and then we just did Psalms 8. Y'all hear the narrative, the way that it's speaking to you? You know, when you think about the glory and the goodness of the Creator, and just just, just consider the, the creation, the heavens and the earth, and the beautiful sun and the moon and the stages that they go through and the different times of the year. Look at how the Most High has this thing set up. It is a beautiful thing to know that every Shabbat we can come together virtually, even though we may not be in the same place. It's amazing to know that the Creator has us together because we have a desire to be together. So we're going to utilize these things that he has allowed us to come up with to gather ourselves together. We're being very creative. It's important to do so. I know that we're not in the time of, um, let's say, uh, (laughs) Adam and Eve. They have they had some kind of connection to the creator. I don't believe it was a virtual one. They didn't even telephone. They didn't even know what a telephone was. Moving up to Abraham and Isaac, they still don't have an idea what a telephone is. And internet. Even thirty years ago there was no internet. But we have been creative in keeping us together as a people and keeping it together so that we can not just do some of the things that our coach spoke about, you know, bring forth the health spot and the Hebrew word of the day and getting mentally healthy and physically healthy and then hearing the Torah and the Hebrew. I mean, all of these things that we do, it's still, you know, just a tip of the iceberg of how we can come together. We have to come together during the week so we can discuss business ventures. We have to come together during the, 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 the summer hours to discuss what we're going to do in the winter and, and in the winter hours to discuss what we're going to do in the summer. We have to really, really, really be mindful of how much we, time we've wasted already. So it's time to acknowledge the creator and all that he's done and then take the time to do some things for yourself. Most of is amazing. But you are amazing as well. He gave you some some beautiful skills and, and talents and resources that we have to tap into. I thank him for the opportunity. I thank him for each and every one of you. All right, let's see if we're finished with this song service. It could be as fast or as slow as you want it to go. I want to know how much you really missed the pro line.
Okay. Shabbat Shalom, Emi Miriam. Bokotov. Which one of these songs are you going to be using as your song of praise? Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. I give all praise and honor and glory to the Most High Power. I'm so very grateful to um, actually be here. Um, This is nothing I take lightly, that I wake up every morning, uh, sometimes in the middle of the night, and I can still feel my pulse and breathe and and thank the Most High. Uh, very grateful this morning to be here with you. Thankful that Kokavi uh, has had her travels, uh, that she's been safe on the on the uh, on the ground and in the air. Uh, nothing light about that either. That things that are going on round and about us, that the Most High has protected us on the left side, on the right side, on every side. Hallelujah. And I thank him for the travels of all those who traveled here to Guyana, South America, to visit with the Hebrew family uh, in the last month or even less than that. And now everyone's back in place. And we just continue to pray for those who are having their um, ordeals and their troubles, uh, praying for the mother of uh, Malka, who's uh, Ima Yadida, as many of you know, praying that she's having a wonderful recovery from surgery. And we are actually asking the Most High to continue to guide us because a lot of decisions that are being made are not made by us, but they will affect us in every single way. So we continue to pray the Most High will send his guardian angels to protect us day and night from dangers and harm seen and unseen. And this morning, you know, it's like I want to thank my son-in-law too, don't let me forget that, for allowing his wife to leave her her pert duties and her family to come here to visit with old lady. That was um, actually um, a dream come true. It was a a beautiful experience, and I pray that um, we'll get much out of it, you know, in times to come. Hallelujah. I'd like to read the 28th Psalm, and again, just praying that the Creator will protect us because we're not making... uh, these determinations and, and these choices that are being made to do the things that we're seeing that is done in the earth. Uh, however, that we have to understand that they're being done basically on our behalf. Hallelujah. Unto thee, O Yehovah, do I call. My rock, be not thou deaf unto me, lest if thou be silent unto me, I will become like them that go down into the pit. Hear the voice of my supplications when I cry unto thee, when I lift up my hands toward thy holy sanctuary. Draw me not away with the wicked and with the workers of iniquity who speak peace with their neighbors, but evil is in their hearts. Give them according to their deeds and according to the evil of their endeavors. Give them after the work of their hands, Render to them their dessert. That's only fair. Because they give no heed to the work of thy of the Most High, nor to the operation of his hand, he will break them down and not build them up. That's only fair. Blessed be Yehoah, because he hath heard the voice of my supplications. Yehoah is my strength and my shield. In him hath my heart trusted, and I am helped. Therefore my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song will I praise him. Jehovah is a strength unto them, and he is a stronghold of salvation to his anointed. Save thy people 
and bless thine inheritance and tend them and carry them forever is my prayer this day. Hallelujah. Most high, most powerful creator of all things, it is you that we look unto for our everything because we cannot do it without you and we won't even give it a try. I thank the most high for every sister and brother that's on this line, for your families, wherever they are. May the most high continue to rise you up and bless you. Stay strong for whatever your eyes may see in the days to come, whatever you may hear, whatever you, I mean, what it's coming. It's coming because the Most High is not a liar. Anything that he puts out is going to do what he says it will do. I just pray that we will take cover under the Most High's most blessed wing. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Shabbat shalom. Hallelujah. Torah, Torah Rabbah, for the reading beautiful psalms and for your words. And I thank also my each for... Allow me to sound like you almost said I abandoned my post. <laughs> you abandoned your post to go and do you for two weeks. But no, it was it was definitely a blessing. I enjoyed every bit of it. It was it was eye opening. It was it was eye closing. Um, I had to I had to close some doors and open up others. And I'm just so so appreciative to the Creator for the bonding that we able to do. That was amazing. Um, I haven't felt like an only child since I was the only child, and that was all 45 years ago. (laughs) So um, it was good. It was really good. I pray that the Creator will continue to bless each and every one of us with experiences that are meaningful to help us to see the, like I said, the silver lining in everything. And um, and let's let's be mindful of this that every everything in its time and everything for its purpose, and that when it does happen, embrace it, whatever it is that is for you. I, I tell you, everybody is is in a place and time that we should just be reflective, reflective, reflective of everything that the Most High has done. I tell you, um, if, if I could be reflective of that pineapple and that and that coconut water and that mango, hmm, my skin would just be clear all year long. Ooh. But it's, it's, we got to keep on pumping ourselves up. It runs out, so you have to keep that in mind. You got to go to the place and be replenished and refreshing. And whatever you got to do to help yourself out, do it. Because you're not getting any younger. And... Time is not standing still for anybody. So all praises to the Most High for this beautiful year. Oh, yeah, happy 2020, everybody. I know it's the Gregorian calendar, but it is a new moment in your time in life that you could, you know, make some little changes, adjustments, a little a checkpoint here. You have to know we are living in a time where they count in time based off of the years that we live here in America. Uh, this Gregorian mm-hmm. calendar is important to us to some some extent. So let's use it wisely and don't don't forget to acknowledge the time that the creators blessed you with. Um mm-hmm. has still got her hand in the air. Let me see what's going on here. And we will hear from you very shortly in the official capacity. I hope you're ready. I've got your new memes ready and we're gonna get uh before, after, before it's all said and done, we're going to move on to these segments 
and you'll hear from everybody that's slated today. May the Most High bless their hearts, their minds, and their words. Uh, Akok, Yashana, what's on your mind? Well, what's on my mind is that, you know, um, I came into this way of life, not even seeking to be in this way of life, but seeking to find who the Most High was, to find out what my purpose was, you know. And at the time, I was in a, a really good church in Harlem, a teaching church. That's where I learned that I was an Israelite at. But the Most High had a whole nother level for me to go on. And this journey of mine has been so amazing. It has been so, so, so amazing. And I just want to say that this line, you know, your mom's able to tap in from Guyana. Sometimes um, I remember Sister Bathsheba used to call in from Jamaica. People call in through the 50 states. I've been, you know, not all the Knessets and, you know, different places in New York, but I've been to a few. And I'm here to give a living testimony. They don't do what this prayer line does. This prayer line is a line that was erected by the divine Most High Yah. The lessons, the historical, the guest speakers, the fact that we can go back and listen and re-listen and play it again. It's not that easy to do it. Even though a lot of the, the Knesset's now, they, they, with modern technology, they, you know, recording their sessions. This prayer line for me is complete. Sometimes on the Shabbat day, if I had a rough, you know, Yo, she, she, I may wake up a little late and get on a little late. But I truly look forward to coming together with each and every one of you on this line, even the silent participants, because I get so much from this. And that's my testimony this day, to let you all know that, um, I don't know sometimes where I would be. I know that sometimes I could not even get out to the Shabbat because of my uncleanness. And I felt cut off. I felt cut off. And yeah, yeah, I put this in place for those like me, those who can't get out to the Knesset all the time. He has created this divine line that helps us, that heals us, that teaches us, and completes us. I can't speak for nobody else, but this is my testimony today. And I am so, so grateful. I'm so grateful to the Most High for this line and for each and every one of you who faithfully and with your whole heart and soul come to this line on the Shabbat day and, and, and give your testimonies and your experiences and share your love with people you never met, never seen, but you recognize the voices because you hear it frequently and you feel like you know that soul, that Ruach. 
So I ask the Most High to continue to bless all of you, individually and collectively, because you're all part of the puzzle, and you all have a piece of it, that, and, 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 and a talent and a gift, as Kokavia says, that's very important to this bigger puzzle. And I'm just glad to be a part of this puzzle right here because, like I said, I've, I've gone out to Knesset, had great times, praise and worship, but there's nothing like the prayer line. So I just say hallelujah, 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 Yah for this prayer line. It's always on time. It's divine. And I just love being sharpened by my sisters and brothers who come on here from time to time and religiously every Shabbat. Y'all help me. Y'all strengthen me. Y'all pray for me. And y'all love me. And I love y'all too. And I thank you for your love, your prayers, and everything that this prayer line does for me and my family. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for allowing me to speak. It's a virtual service, everybody. It's a virtual service. Toda Akoti for sharing such a wonderful uh, uh, testimony about the prayer line. We thank the Creator for allowing this to be part of our existence. You know, I know Adam and David would have had an issue with it because they wouldn't understand it. Even my own Saab did because he didn't understand it. He didn't answer the phone on Shabbat, you had to do the three rings. One, two, three, hang up, and ring again for him to answer that phone. So he probably wouldn't have been able to understand what we're doing here. But all praise, honor, and glory to the Creator for allowing us in our day and time. Because everybody has their own day and time to do certain things. And when you're righteous for your own time, it may not look like the righteousness in the time of David. But when you're righteous for your own time and your own era, the Creator blesses it. Remember when they did the Passover and they were not all clean, but it had been so long since they had done a Passover that the Creator gave them a pass? He's like, it's okay. I understand your intentions. And when we go to the Most High like that with good intentions, good heart, clear mind, and just ready to rock and roll, he blesses your efforts. Now, he's not going to let you get away with that same old thing 30 years from now. He's like, well, you did that already. I need you to improve, get better. I, I gave you a pass then because you didn't have that great understanding. But now that you have that understanding, what will you do with it now? All praises. Toda, toda, toda for your testimony yet again. Uh, we have more hands in the air. Well, Shabbat Shalom. Welcome back, you guys. I call Nawaya Shabbat Shalom. What's on your mind for Psalms today? Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome back, everyone. Give an honor and praise to the Creator for all his many blessings, both great and small. Continued peace and blessings of our lives wherever we are, scattered to the four corners of the face of the earth, those that know him and know him not. We'd like to read a quick psalm, but it says a lot. Psalms 134. 134. Hallelujah. Behold, bless ye Yah, all ye servants of Yah, which by, by night stand in the house of Yah. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless Yah. Yah that made heaven and earth, bless thee out of Zion. Hallelujah. Shalom once again. Give the honor and praise to the Creator 
for everything that he's done for us, everything he's given us. Lord, that we are today, without him we are nothing. Ask him to continue to spare our lives and be with all of us, all of those who are mourning this day, the loss of loved ones, of which we have so many. And the reason why I can't name every single one, that's why I say everyone who is, because there's so many of us that know him and know him not, that we are going through so much, you know, inside, outside, who just can't sometimes call on the Creator, but I ask the Most High to be with us all. And I ask the Most High to even strengthen those who need it more than others, um, and then to give us all peace as this world is coming to a crazy, I don't want to say end or halt, because Most High is the one who's going to say when things are going to end and when things will revive. But we thank him for all his love and his mercies and his loving kindnesses. And I thank the Most High for all of you. And welcome back to everyone. And thank the Most High for even bringing you back from over the seas, literally, back to your home safe and sound, finding it the way it was with your family. And thank the Most High for all things and everything. Bless my emo and pray that the Most High will continue to watch over her where she is and even bring her here safely when it's in time for journey. And let no harm befall us. Neither all of us as we travel. Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom. Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom. Yes, wonderful psalm choice. I thank the Creator for each and every one of your lives. You all are so precious. You know, when I uh, was out of the country, um, I barely watched the news. But when I did see the news, it was from um, Miami and in Florida. Florida is going through some things right now, you guys. And I mean some serious things. Um, sinkholes, the, the, the pipes are bursting, the the manure and waste all over the place. And I was just like, almost oh, high, please be with them. And then, you know, when you hear about the local news, you know, it's different from the news in America. In the news in America, somebody shot somebody, somebody killed somebody. Well, with in, in Guyana, you better be careful because they, they're liable to cut you up. Like, they don't shoot you, but they take the machete out and chop you up. I heard a whole lot of that. And they not, they don't have any hesitation to chop you. <laughs> it was like they were swinging, just like you hear, they brandished the firearm over here. They were swinging the machete. <laughs> don't. You don't want to get caught out there when they swing in the machete because you liable to come back armless. You're like, oh, what happened? Oh, you just chopped me. <laughs> chopped my arm right off. Well, you know, different places have different crimes. And um, sometimes we you have to just take things into perspective and just thank the creator for where you are and what's going on. And then you might want to take a trip and see what's going on on the other side of the world, how they live. And do some comparisons. You might want to move. <laughs> you might want to move, take a trip more often or something. But anyway, all praises to the Most High for this beautiful Shabbat. I am so happy to be among the living. How do you feel today, Akot Yehudi? I heard a little birdie turn me. It was whispering in my ear that you all missed us on the prayer line. Shalom, shalom. Welcome to Yehudi. How are you today? I'm praise to the host. Most high, most powerful, creator of all things. You created me, you created us. You created much more things. I exist in your power, and you help me to understand that because you are 
is the reason that I am here, the most high, most powerful, creator of all things. You created me, you created us. You created much more things. We exist in your power, and you help us to understand that because you are is the reason that we stand, that we can, and that we should never bow down to a man. (laughs) Psalms 80. Are you all there? Of course we are. Okay. I hope I didn't send y'all home after that song. All right. Psalms 80. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, that thou leadest Joseph like a flock. Thou that dwell between the cherubims. Shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Stir up their strength. Stir up thy strength and come and save us. Turn us again, most high, and cause your face to shine, and we shall be saved. Oh, Yah, power of hosts, how long will you be angry against the prayer of your people? Thou feedest them with the bread of tears, and giveth them tears to drink in great measure. Thou makest us a strife unto our neighbors, and our enemies laugh among themselves. Turn us again, oh, Yah, power of hosts. And cause your face to shine, and we shall be saved. Thou hast brought a vine out of Egypt. Thou hast cast out the heathen and planted it. Thou prepared room before it, and did have caused it to take deep root, and it filled the land. The hills were covered with the shadow of it, and the bulk thereof like the goodly cedar. She sent out her bulk into the sea and her branches into the river. Why hast thou then broken down her hedges so that all that all which pass by, they do pluck her? The boar out of the wood doeth waste it, and the wild beast of the field doeth devour it. Return, we beseech thee, O Yah of hosts. Look down from the heaven, and behold, and visit this vine, and the vineyard which thy right hand hath planted, and the branch that thou hast made it strong for yourself. It is burned with fire. It is cut down. They perish at the rebuke of your continence. Let thy hand be upon the man of thy right hand, upon the son of the man whom thou hast made strong for yourself. So will not we come Go back from thee. Quicken us, and we will call upon your name. Turn us again, O Yah of hosts. Cause your face to shine, and we shall be saved. I just want to say, again to the Most High, for restoring in advance the remnant, Yisrael, your inheritance, and causing your face to shine one once again. Toda for the safe return of our loved one back to our side of the water. We're so grateful and thankful that you have allowed her to have this experience and that you allowed us to have the experience that that she would have the experience, that she could come back and 
testifying and just talk to us about, you know, what's really going on, you know, in those necks of the woods. And we're grateful and thankful. And that's what we have to do. And, you know, just show your joy. We know there's a lot of things going on on the planet. We know that there's death and sickness because Yah's word does not come back void. And we just trying to survive the captivity. We're just trying to hang on. And we just trying to prosper and do the right thing and think the right thing and be the right thing. And we just trying to share what we know with others so that they can also return to this great power that we serve. Once again, all praise and honor to Yah. Yah's righteous. Yah's holy. Let Yah be magnified. Selah. Okay, just I still need me a new Bluetooth, y'all. It got a short in it. I'm like, ah, oh. Anyway, told I told you, Hootie, for Psalms 80, that was super awesome, you guys. I have to understand that the Most High is in every place, every inch of this world. You cannot escape the Creator. You're gonna see His people, His creation. You're gonna see His beauty, His anger. Oh my goodness. And uh, look, don't get it twisted. No matter where you go and we are there, you're going to see the conditions of our people. You're going to witness our people's condition firsthand and that this uh, terrible feeling that we have that comes over us when we look at our um, ghettos or even our greatest houses and beautiful places that you see our people and it's, yeah, it's still the same people the one that's in the ghetto and the one that's in the big houses they're still the same and no matter where you go we still can witness and recognize our conditions so you know when the most i said he scattered us to the four corners of the earth how true that is and you know the colonizers are at it again you know they're up to their old tricks there's nothing new under the sun they find out that you got a commodity, a hot commodity, and they coming for it. It's the first time in all my years seeing a plane full of lavanim going to Guyana. Why are you going over there? What's, what's going on over there? Well, I found out what's going over there. They discovered oil. Oil. Every native I spoke to about this oil that they discovered over there in Guyana. I said, well, well, well what, did, what are they doing for you? Are they giving you? Everybody's waiting to see the money. Well, we want to see what they got. So I want us to be aware of this. We have a, a nation of people that have been scattered, and the Most High blessed us with all kinds of resources. No matter where we are, we find out that there's something good in us, Okay. And when they find out that there's something good in you, they want to exploit it, exploit you, and everything that they can get out of it, they're going to get out of it. So you just wait and see how the colonizers come and take root if they are allowed. I was reading an article that they didn't find as much oil as they thought they found. So just be careful, all of you who are there in South America, uh, who you allow entry into your places of uh, residence and see how they try to push you right on out. Gentrification at its finest. 
Anyway, ah, so much to talk about, so little time. Shabbat shalom, everybody. Let's get into this portion we call uh, spilling the coffee. We'll hear more about that post-traumatic stress sleeve syndrome disorder. I added an extra S because we got stress. We used to be slaves, and um, it is a syndrome, definitely a disorder, that we have to talk about. It's time to heal the mind, the body, the soul. It's time to turn back to Yah. It's time to spill this coffee. So let's get it started. We're going to hear from Gaber Miriam in official capacity. Shabbat shalom, everyone. You all, y'all know what it's time for. Let's go ahead and spill this coffee. Let's talk about this post-traumatic sleep syndrome disorder. You'll hear from Gaver Miriam as she discusses some of the issues. You know, Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. It has been a few weeks, and um, wow. However, life hasn't stopped because we haven't been on this line. So I hope that you all have been doing your exercises and uh, at least, you know, trying to implement some of our healing uh, activities that we have spoken about. There are some things that we need to do so that we can, um, and, and it's almost like we got to take our time to hurry up now because there's so much going on that um, every one of those techniques that we spoke about is being tested right now in real life. Uh, however, sometimes we need to do a little fantasy or play a little fantasy so that we can really rev up the emotional uh, intelligence that is within us because um, those tactics that have been used back in the days of our enslavement are going to rear their ugly head again because of the state of affairs of the nation that have kept us and held us captive. You have to understand what that is. It's like the same thing that's happening that when we were just reading recently in the Tanakh about the lives of and the sons of Jacob. Oh, my goodness. And seeing how Yaakov, um, he, he couldn't quite grasp all of what was going on with his sons and the things that they were doing. And like the sister said, you know, he was say, no, don't do that. But they were doing it. They were doing it. And they were making an, um, a deep impression on what would be for us in the, in the future. And the way that Yosef had to handle himself or he chose to handle himself to uh, get back, if you want to say, get back at his brothers 
was deep. It was like karma, as they call it. It's like going round robin. Here we are right back at what we thought. Now, you know what? There was no resolution. And so these brothers recognized the things that were happening to them was because of something they had done, some deep, dark secret that they had kept. And we all know what that is because it wasn't a secret to us now because most I revealed it right, right through the writings. We were able to see, oh, you took your brother and you, 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 you dumped him in a hole and, 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 and you, wait a minute, and you took his coat and you cut it up and you put some blood and some animals on it and said, oh, a wild beast ate him up and because you couldn't, you couldn't rectify the fact that he was gone when you went back to get him out the hole because you thought that was a cute little thing to do. So all of this stuff is just coming back. Well, retribution is, is, is a serious matter. And we now are being faced with a lot of that in ourselves as being a nation that was um, that was been tossed aside because of our disobedience to the creator. So when we talk about post-traumatic slave syndrome disorder, we're talking about a process. We're talking about something that is something that has happened that it was a result of something else. So as we continue on this road to recovery, we have to be very, very, very mindful of what we have done. I, I love when the sisters uh, this morning read her, her song. Before she read, she said, I'm going to tell you a little something. I, I'm going in deep into, into my own uh, dealing. Things happen with me personally. When she said, my mother told me don't do it, but I did it anyway. And look at what the result was. So here we are. Most I said don't do it, we did it anyway. And looking at the results of where we are. That the most high still, like she said, her mother came and she comforted her. The most high comes and he comforts us. The most high still says, Look, you are mine and you know, I want you to heal. I want you to get better. I want you to, to reap the benefits. I want you to reap the benefits. I don't want those that have, have beat you down to reap all the benefits. What is that all about? No, I want to be true. I want to be true. I want the most I say, I want you to, to survive. I do. He said, I, ha I take no pleasure in the death of my loved one. So with that being said and with all that we know, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, post-traumatic slavery, the disorder is, is about what we, in a variety of ways, have suffered as effects of this thing that has happened. Drug abuse, broken family, crime. Oh, God, we talked about that. Yeah, there's crime everywhere where we are. Low educational attainment, inability to reverse poverty. That's a deep thing. Think about this. You can take out a loan. You can take out a loan because you need that loan. Okay, the idea of you taking it is because you need it. But then when you go to pay it back, you will be in debt like forever, it seems. Why? Because you cannot reverse the poverty because they are sure to be certain that you stay under, that you stay underwater. And this is something we got to realize. The reason why we have to come together and stop fighting each other is because we need each other so that we don't be the ones to charge the interest to our, our own. The most High says against his law. So these are some things that we are learning now as we are returning. These are also some of the things that we need to put in place so that we don't find ourselves in these positions again. We have to achieve unity. 
We have to build strong Israelite-owned institutions and such. But with that being said, I want to just go back a little bit, just talk about today. What kind of, what, what, what kind of a, a therapeutic a solution can we find to help us get there? Well, emotionally, we are charged as a people. We are emotionally charged. We have ways that we, that, that's amazing. For example, yesterday, I, w- I was feeling this pain. I started feeling it the night before in my, in my jaw. And I was saying, oh, my gosh, I felt it in my head and it was in my jaw. And I'm saying, oh, am I getting the flu? Because I know some of that is going around around here. And I'm saying, am I getting the flu? And then I noticed that my face started swelling. My gum was, my face was aching. My gums were aching. And I felt in my gum and it was a, like a bulge. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, my mouth was really was, was kind of crazy. I need to go and get this checked out, right? When I thought, the first, then when I thought that this might have been my tooth, oh, I was like, oh, no, dentist. Da, 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 da. You know, and right away, there, there's a, we have a phobia about certain things. And dentistry seems to be one of them. And when I spoke, I went, I, I wound up at the pharmacy, you know, long story short. And he said, well, I can give you some antibiotics because they're not going to touch that until inflammation, everything's gone down, whatever it might be. And I said, well, myself, that will also take care of the flu. That's coming too, whatever. So I got them, but I had a little conversation with him. He's a brother. He's a, he's a pharmacist, little brother. And I said to him, you know, we are people that we are afraid of dentists. Do you know why that might be? And he said, oh, yeah. He said, I have an idea. He said, because they just snatch our teeth out of our mouths with no anesthesia, whatever, because we were property. So when the property had a problem, you know, you just get rid of the problem. You just snatch the tooth out or whatever. You know? And so we were treated with such an abuse over something that you would think would be, oh, today is so simple. You just go to a dentist and they numb your mouth and they do this and they do that. And so we weren't afforded that luxury. We weren't afforded that uh, humanistic uh, value. So therefore, we do carry that on, and we carry it on through our generations. That's just one little thing. Imagine that coupled with every single part and apostle of life. So we are people who suffer from post-traumatic slave disorder. Definitely we do. And so many studies show it. But I want to take you back a little bit today into this fantasy world. There's a young lady, uh, a European woman. She wrote this book. And this, she, her name is Alice Siebel. You may have heard of her. And she wrote this book called, um, let me get the name of it properly. It's really, really astonishing. And it, it, it takes us into a, a, fan, a fantasy look. It's called The Lovely Bones. Now, this is what this was. This was about a young girl who was murdered. And she, okay, this is, let me just read what it says. I was 14 when I was murdered on December 6, 1973. In heaven, Susie Salmon can have whatever she wishes for except what she wants most. And that is, to be back with the people she loved on earth. In the wake of her murder, Susie watches as her happy suburban family is torn apart by grief. 
as her friend grow up, fall in love, and do all things she never had the chance to do herself. But as Susie will come to realize, even in death, life is not quite out of reach. A luminous, astonishing marvel about the life and death, memory and forgetting, and finding fight in the darkest places. Alice Siebold's The Lovely Bones became an instant classic when it was first published in 2002. Okay, what they're saying is that in this book that she wrote, she was able to use her character to build forces to fight, to fight, to fight to survive, to see her family going through the grief, to try to reach out to them and tell them, no, it's okay. No, this is what you could do instead. And I just imagine if, if our forefathers were able to come to us and say, look, wait, don't do it like that. Don't, don't, don't be dismayed. Get back into the fold of the Most High. Come back to him. Find your way. Do what's good. Do what's right. Don't follow the ways of the nations. You know, we would be astonished. We would go, nah, this can't be. Something is really wrong with this picture. But what Alice said, she said this to Oprah, and it's been left on record. Now it's in our post-traumatic slave syndrome book, and it says, Healing after trauma doesn't mean making the pain disappear, but it can get better with time if we take care of ourselves. That is so profound. And, and it's so simple, but is, is it that easy to do? To heal from trauma means to face your pain and loss while at the same time simultaneously seeking solace, and at moments, finding joy. We have it in our Psalms, and you know it's true, that, you know, sorrow is, is, a, is a painful thing, you know, and it said joy cometh in the morning, so that we have to be able to find joy in the midst, because it's healing is an active state, not a destination. So, you know, that gives us, it should Give us hope that it's not something that we're going to get to. We're going to continue to evolve as an active state of healing. We're going to continue to fight for our rights, human rights, to serve the most high, to do what is good and right and pleasing before him, in spite of the external factors that are trying to keep us down trying to be sure that we never get back up, as is said in Psalms 83. I look at what's going on right now on the American front and probably it's expanding the globe uh, about this anti-Semitic thing. For example, how in the world can we be anti-Semitic when we are Shemitic? Shemitic is the word. We are Shem children. So we can't be become we can't be dismayed by it. Don't find yourself uh <laughs> thinking that they really mean that. I mean they are the imposters and that's just the truth. But I just say that we're now in the midst of a fight for our lives. The way that this young lady, this young girl who uh was murdered, she was able to and this is fantasy, watch from above or from some other place to see what her family is going through. 
Well, you know, when you think about it, the Most High has given us an opportunity to come and serve him, to know his name, to call upon him, to even now give us back our name, our heritage. And we, like Susie, this young lady in this story, are watching our own family members spiral out of control. We're watching our family members who have not known the Most High, who has not been given this opportunity yet, pray that they will, to serve the Most High, to come back, to see that there is hope, there is another way out. And because of that, we too are experiencing the grief of watching them grieve, that we are watching, experiencing the grief of watching them die, that we are experiencing the grief of watching them, you know, their memories uh, fade away into the, into the recesses because they cannot, they cannot handle the truth of what is happening, the truth of who they are. We're coming up with all different types of uh, uh, behaviors that are just dysfunctional. Instead of returning to the Most High and becoming strong, achieving goals that we thought we never could, you know, remaining calm in the midst of the, of the fire and the things that are going on around us. I, I thank the Most High that you are such an astute audience in terms of our return to the Creator. We have actually gone through some of these exercises that uh, have been spoken of. I have put the names of the books that we're using, the study guide that, uh, that Sister Joy DeGruy, Ph.D., has left on record for us that we will be able to go through, okay, go through the vicissitudes of all of what has happened and be not afraid to approach, to approach a futuristic way of living that comes straight out of the Torah, comes straight out of the Tanakh. And the purpose is to get rid of that ever-present anger that vacant esteem, that racist socialization, and pay more attention to our generational transmission. Hallelujah. That's where we are going. Uh, so we don't have to be traumatized any longer. Nations are being traumatized. Nations have been traumatized because PTSD was first recognized through the Holocaust. PTSD has been recognized through war which looks like it's on the rise. So we already know, and everybody will know, what PTSD feels like. But PTSD is personal to us. But we, as so many others have been able to do, will find our way, we will identify ways in which we can continue to do what is right, to find our way back to the track because we're off track. That's basically what has happened. We're off track. So we're going to look at the roles of the, every individual in the family. It has to start there, because we have to remember, we've got to get back in place. That is number one. So I pray that the Creator will continue to strengthen you on your end, help us to be remorseful, at the same time be joyful, find the joy in this work. Because the Most High, is, you know, if he wanted us to be the separate wives or like the separate people in that 
if everybody ever remembers seeing that, he would have made us all exactly the same, but he didn't. He made us a flower garden. We are beautiful, beautiful. Uh, just think about if you've ever been to uh, the, uh, every, I'm quite sure every country, every state has one, the garden. When you go out and you look at the beautiful botanical gardens, you say, wow, this is wonderful. I wanted to take Kokabi there, but we didn't get a chance to do all of that. But the botanical garden would be whatever type of flowers and, 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 and uh, foliage grows in your area. And you look at it and you see, wow, this is magnificent, the glory of the Most High. And we are that flower garden. So don't ever forget that. Keep that close to you while you're going through your troubles and your times, that, you know, we can blossom because we don't die. We wither. We don't die. Most times you come back. I will bring you back. He says forever. Forever. The most I said, we're going to be like, uh, and, and, and the way that Cohen Levy's always described forever is like that bird that goes and pecks on that mountaintop once every thousand years. Huh? Forever. He'll never get that. He'll never get that mountain down. So unless we buy into it, okay, we have to buy into our salvation. If we don't, then we might as well perish. So I thank the Most High for allowing me to speak with you today, and we're going to make sure that we are going to be good, okay? There's something called the tapping solution. We're going to get into that next week. I'm going to talk about how, you know, there's certain things that you can do to your own self to help yourself, to help yourself feel better, to help yourself get back in tune with what we need to be in tune with. Let me tell you something. The nations that are now fighting, okay, that they have kept us down for so long that now they're paying for whatever they're, whatever, that's, a, that, that's the most high work anyway. But that the, all of those techniques he is used, that he has used against us are the very same techniques that we're going to use to get better. Now, that may sound like a conundrum. That may sound like, well, what in the world is Miriam talking about? But I'm going to tell you something. Those same laws that are written in that Old Testament, they have used against us. And we can talk about that next week when we talk about the tapping solutions. So most high continue to be with you and bless you and your families and told out for this moment. Any questions? Well, my my question is, when am I going to the botanical gardens? I want to see it. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll, I'll have to go take some pictures. I'll go take yeah. a video and send it to you. Sounds like a plan. Hey, I might as well take plan B. It works. It works. You know, I was we, just we thinking passed, about. We passed by it. We passed by yeah. it a hundred times. I saw it from the outside, yeah. But I was too busy looking at the botanical gardens on the outside, all the beautiful <laughs> people, all the wonderful array of animals, to see the, the mixture of cars, trucks, horses and goats <laughs> which just made my day all the all the Jacob cows and all and all of the Levine cows it was amazing mm-hmm. um, going up to Rockstone amazing uh, I'm just so thankful that the creator has allowed us to see each other on different areas of the planet and like I said our conditions are the same we're the same people we are the yes, we same are. people wherever we go. 
And um, one thing's for sure is we like to dance, we like to party, we like to eat. <laughs> and so we're going to see the example of that everywhere we go, you know. Uh, so it's a good thing to be able to acknowledge. Uh, let's see. Are there any other questions or, or any questions at all for the Bear Miriam? This was the PTSSD segment where we spill the coffee. We talk about uh, all things that relate to us as a people and this PTSSD, a lot of people like to talk about the PTSSD. As a matter of fact, I did see a discussion among um, a Jewish group of people talking about the Holocaust being a very traumatic experience. And I didn't hear them talking about that in that way until we started discussing the the, the, trauma, um, the traumatic experiences of the slave trade and how it affects us through our genes now. And now I'm like, wow, now they want to start talking about that. Yeah, they do, because they don't want you to ever forget the Holocaust. But the one thing that they have been telling you is to forget the effects of slavery. But I did a timeline. Um, maybe I'll share it next week. In my, um, You know how I do the little memes for everybody's uh, segments? Well, I, I did a timeline um, for slavery and how it relates to us in this day and age. And it's not that we've been free from slavery for that long, but they want you to act like it. Act like you've had it together all this time. Because, yeah, from year 1526 to about 1865, that was the American slavery. They're not going to talk about it too much. They might talk about about 300, maybe 400 years of the slavery. But they're not going to talk about before you came over to the Americas. Where were you then? Then, of course, after 1865, somewhere roughly around 1900 and 1954, they were segregated. We had segregation running the country. And then let's talk about from about 1954 to right about now where we're free, but let's not forget how free we're not. Okay, let's talk about some of the things that happened along those lines that we seem to forget, you know, Jim Crow laws and how we went from being free to not being so free because of the mass incarceration. They mm -hmm. take you from the school to the prison house. It's a system really set up against us. You know, we'll discuss some of the, the history that happened in our, uh, for, for black Americans in, in America. Yeah, okay. They're not going to talk about anything more than 1619, the slavery came to North America. But what did we do in between all of that? The cotton industry, the, the Matt Turner's revolt, uh, what, what, what else? Hmm. The Dred Scott case, the U.S. Supreme Court, how the slaves were not citizens. You talk about the, the, the Civil War. You had something to add to that, Amy? Because, you know, this timeline, it doesn't say much about how Israel turned back to the Creator. As a matter of fact, I don't see anything about that. Right. Well, you know that Europe's efforts to justify slavery and slave trade began in the 16th century. So they have been able to, um, they, they, they set the trend, they set the tone 
And mm-hmm. that particular uh, uh, justification, which we call cognitive dissonance, you know, has followed in America and everything else. They follow suit right from there, right from the European uh, concept of what to do with us. We were, we, were, we were considered chattels, and that's exactly the way they consider us today, even though they've given it another face because of sophistication. But we know good and well that, uh, that this thing with, um, like you said, the imprisonment of our brothers, the taking away the power of the men of the family, taking away the men from the family is, is real and is, is very self-evident. And it's also an issue in how they are now killing us how they're taking body parts. All those things are, part, are just a part of the mm-hmm. same uh, concept and syndrome of the slavery. It has not gone away. It has just changed uh, positions or changed the way it looks, but it is the mm-hmm. same thing. Yeah, but I mean, because when you think about the discrimination, even with the the, the Tuskegee Airmen and and how, and you spoke about the the trauma of going to a dentist, you know, the trauma of going to a doctor or a dentist is very real amongst our people because of the things that happen to us when we go. They treat you like you are an experiment because guess what? You are. They, they are now coming out with this, Talk, talk about the hair dyes and the chemicals that they put in, in our stores for us, straight for black people. Why? Because your hair follicles are too strong. Your features are strong. Everything about you is strong. And they said it's going to take a lot of poison to weaken that. we got to yeah. break you down. And it's your fault that we put that much chemicals because your hair is not going to straighten with just the regular amount. It's your fault. <laughs> wasn't supposed to be straight. If it was, you know, like I said, the Most High made us beautiful. He said every person that he made was beautiful the way he made them. And that's something that we have to get to. But we've been bamboozled and, and mm-hmm. uh, of course, taken out of that element by those who portrayed to be beautiful. And that's mm-hmm. the picture that we, that was painted, the why, the why our black children would choose the white doll over the black doll. Those things are so prevalent, so real. That was part of the... Um, the the trauma the trauma sorry mm-hmm. and you know that was part of their solution to keeping us down like what the Willie Lynch uh, letter had read to us and told us would do mm-hmm. yeah effective. they don't want you to love your hair don't love your skin you know that's a, a major part of a Caribbean problem now and I call Guyana an extended part of the Caribbean yeah. as a Caribbean feel they don't like their skin is why why it's too dark somebody told them that somebody tried to block them or keep them away from being successful, being good, and told them, you want, you want to be great? Here's a way to be great. Dye your skin. Color your hair. Take your eyes and make them different. Why is all of that? Why isn't your natural beauty good enough? And we have to question these things. And we got to find out who recommended to us to change the state of our being. If they're well, not telling well, you they are telling you and what they're saying is that if you want to and you said it because they said that success was tied mm-hmm. into your look so if you looked the part you would be accepted and being accepted meant that there was success in it for you that you would be able to um like you've heard of the movie black uh black like me like you'd be able to change and look more like they looked so that you would be able to uh, earn more money, you'd be accepted in more social si- societies, and it was just a bunch of crap. But that's what they use. And it also 
uh, created a descent between the blacks and, and the blacks. You know, we will separated you know you so you're lighter so you gotta be better and I'm you know you know what they say the blacks stay back the whites uh what do they say lights get right the blacks stay back and the browns stick around so you know those all those sayings that were made they came about because of the conditions exactly so we have to really um pay attention to who's giving us advice you know, we got to go back to the old way of thinking, you know, perhaps um, stop going into these stores that have these unnatural products. Go ahead and, and pay the extra $10 or whatever and support the sister who's giving you the natural remedy to help your hair grow or to clear up that skin disorder or to make you feel better on the inside. We have to trust each other much more than we do instead of trusting those people that don't have any good intention for you, they just want to make a dollar out of 15 cents, and you are the 15 cents. So, well, what I like about um, what Dr. DeGru does is that in her, uh, in her, in her novel, in her book, uh, Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome, she actually points out the where and who these people were. These were so-called biological scientists in some extent that, came up with uh, the way to classify how people look, what was better, mm-hmm. what was good. Mm-hmm. And they did it in such a way that, of course, made them on top, and then, you know, they just kept down, down the line. They even did it, they started out looking at uh, kinds of plants and animals, and they put us in the animal kingdom, and that's how they were able to um, use that system of, of what they call a system of observations of organisms <laughs> on their physical looks and that's where we were placed. That's really amazing how and that has been uh and she shows where way down hundreds of years later that these men were proven to be absolutely crazy and wrong. I'm talking about insane people who were able to uh you know make rulings on what was good and what was right. Insane. So you're going to see that. If you get the book, you'll mm-hmm. see what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's time for us to work on not just our hair and our conditioning of our skin, but our insides, our mind. Just consider mm-hmm. where you're getting your information from. Consider who's feeding you. Consider these things, and then you'll know just who loves you and who doesn't. And most I loves us so very much. Uh, the one thing I love about Guyana is I don't think anybody who's really hungry can go hungry there. They still live by the rules, some rules of the Torah, you know, gleaning the land for fruit and vegetables. The land is, is still fertile with fruit and vegetable pro- growing prolifically. Like you can't get hungry. You just get a mango off, a, off the ground, not off the tree, off the ground. It fell from the tree for you. These are the things that we have to put back in place in our lives everywhere we are. Torah, I think that that is the answer to all of our problems. When the creator's Torah starts to manifest amongst us, when we start to behave like people who are knowledgeable, that are rich in, in everything, we don't recognize our worth. You know, we like, oh, no, it can't be me. You know, they didn't tell me that this was good or they said it was good. 
But when we say it to ourselves, this is good for you, we question it. What's the ingredient? How much did you use? Did you put it in your own food? <laughs> Wait a minute. But you'll blindly follow that stuff because it's on. it had a commercial for it. So, and the white lady came and she flung her hair. And she said, oh, this is good. I'm going to put it in mine. Yeah, well, it wasn't almost blindly. What it was is that they have they went to great lengths to justify, you know, Program. they 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 did it. They made sure that it was institutionalized. In other words, mm-hmm. you not, not only saw it on the commercial, you could probably see it in your in your dreams in your sleep. They mm. they, they worked very very hard to be sure that um that you were convinced. See, that was it. That you were convinced that you were dehumanized. That you were convinced that you were less than. You know, and they they use it in their institutions, and and the effects of this this trauma and dehumanization observable today, and they can be explained by the theory of post traumatic mm. syndrome. Yes, yes, yes. Look around you. Just look around you. The self hate is evident, but you know they don't market it as self hate. They market it as self love. You know, it's very defective and deceptive, and. You know, go ahead and paint your face. Go ahead and color and dye your hair and cut up your clothes and look look a mess. But in this day and time, it's all good, baby. Don't worry about that stuff. It's all good. And look, you do it now, 20 years from now, then you look underneath your scalp and realize, I'm radioactive. Oh, goodness. I listened Mm -hmm. to you. I believed you, and I trusted you. 20 years later, Mm -hmm. I realized you are lying to me. But what Mm -hmm. is going to change now? Are we going to tell our daughters and our sons, hey, look at the proof. I'm the proof. They lied. They told me this way, and I believed it, and here I am, and here's the results. I'm suffering from all kinds of Mm -hmm. stuff. Don't do this, daughter, or maybe a little bit too late. Don't continue to do this, son. Cut that off. Don't do that anymore. Maybe we can mm-hmm. stop the cycle of of pain and suffering right here and right now. You can't continue to trust people that didn't treat you right. They're not going to teach you right. Right. So that's what we have so, to learn. But then like that, take that's a lesson. <laughs> that's a very hard lesson is because we didn't have anything else to compare it by. But today, mm-hmm. thankfully, we have the children of Israel who are returning to the Most High, and he's given us back our minds. He's given us back uh, you know, our reasoning capacity, ability to do so. At any rate, we can choose to use it or not use it, because just coming back and knowing your name uh, as Israel is not a past. It, 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 it's not enough. There's so much more work that we have to do that we have to put in to cause this to be so. That's the reason why the Most High is only a remnant, because so many of us can't be used because we are so damaged that it's 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 impossible. We would fight against our own selves and we do that quite often and it be, and you can see the results of it. So I just think I just say to, to our people and um you know to the hope of our people, don't give up. You know, just continue to just move forward because there is a solution and there is a silver lining. And I know that uh Kyle, when he returns, he just went back came back from um the land of Israel came back from uh, speaking with all types of uh, uh, dignitaries and 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 people and women of worth and that are putting their work in, and he he's even slated already a date for us that he's going to bring forth um, 
He has plenty of materials and things he's going to bring forth to us because we have to get moving now. Uh, this is no time. We, we, you know, I said that we had a little wiggle room, and I believe, like looking at what's going on on the front, that that wiggle room is getting smaller. So we're going to have to get it together. And then and nobody is coming to help us. There are no other nations that are coming to help us because they're trying to help themselves. And just the way Colin Levy said it many years ago, we can see that that is a fact. You know, when the, when the tough get going, the tough, what was it, when the, when the, how's it go, Kukavi? Um, when the tough, when the, the going gets, gets going, tough, mm-hmm. when the going the gets rough, get going. the tough get going, yes, that's, that's it. it. That's where we're at today. So don't find yourself being so complacent that when the Most High said jump and move, that we wouldn't be able to. That's my spin well, on that. that. Toda, Rabah, for your spin, and Toda, for the segment and all the information. It's time for us to start to trust the Most High. Trust him. He is the most trustworthy of everyone. Go to him for all your everything, and when it starts to rain, look for the silver lining in that cloud because the rain is bringing something more than just wet stuff in the, to ruin your day. It is going to grow that that grass and some herb yielding seeds that's going to be there to nourish you. So let's continue seeking the creator, seeking out his love for his people, and let's cherish this this moment that we're in. And don't for one moment think that the creator does not love you. All right, well, Toda Emi, for such a wonderful, uh, just a segue for knowledge and wisdom and healing, most of all, let's heal. Let's heal from the inside out. This mind is a very terrible thing to waste. So without further ado, I thank the Creator for your lives, the lives of your family, and those that are connected to you by seed and blood and also through love and through Torah. May the Most High bless and keep each and every one of us is my humble prayer. We're going to continue on. We'll hear from Dodah Matana El with the Hebrew word of the day. Uh, after we hear from Gabriel Yashana, who threw her hand up in the very last moment, and she better be happy I saw her. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try to get it in real quick because, you know, we have these little slogans. You just said mine is a terrible thing to waste. And, you know, we grew up watching that from the United Negro College Fund, right? You know that, right? Just like, you know, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? It's like all these little sayings now that we're parents is like it's coming home. And you see, like the Moray would say, Moray Yosef, um, y'all rest his soul. You know, when we had Yom Kippur, we would sing Father to thee. And he would always talk about looking at the deeper meaning of things. You know, there's a surface meaning. There's a meaning that, you know, Everybody say, oh, yeah, okay, that's what that means. But there's also a subliminal and deeper meaning to things, and we just got to look at the deeper meanings. That's it. Next segment. Todaraba. Todaraba. We appreciate you, Ako Yashana. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that that's where that came from, but I know now, y'all. All right. Now for the Hebrew word of the day. Shabbat Shalom. Stay blessed, everyone. 
Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Now it's too strong. We are a little challenge. Good exercise. Good exercise. Good exercise. Bringing out the value and the meaning of the olive bay. Yeah, I need the olive bay. Talk with the olive bay. Be with the olive bay. Count with the olive bay. Yeah, I need the olive bay. Talk with the olive bay. Be with the olive bay. Count with the olive bay. Yeah, I need the olive bay. Talk with the olive bay. Be with the olive bay. Count with the olive bay. Olive is the olive bay. is the house. The mail is the camel cup with dollar door flock on they open. Haters be holding with chosen. Wobbers the nail that bend down to keep it frozen. He owns the weapon. Cat is the fence. Tent is the sister serpent that only sense. Gold is the hand. Cops is the arm of the hand. Light is the staff in the hand to stand on. Mayan is the water. Loon is the fish in the water. Summer is the support that order. Mag. Iron is the eye to see what happens. Pain is the mouth of either praising or yapping. Sabe is the fish from. Coop is the eye of the needle. Gross is the head of all people. Sheen is the tooth. Top is the mark and the sign in the cross. He's the sign in the fork. Could be reckoned with. Y'all created it and we project with. We talk, we read, we count, and we directed it back to the universe. We have to now do this work. Elohim used it first, and now we can choose the word. Yeah. We created it. Olive Bay. Yes, I love the Olive Bay song, especially the way that the brother Anaya brought it. He brought some fire to the Olive Bay song. And then Dota Matana L, she's going to bring some fire to the Olive Bay. You know, that's how we do right here on the prayer line. Shabbat Shalom, Dota. I hope you had a good two weeks of rest. You ready to work? Ready to hey, get the hey, most hey, glory? Hey. You ready to sing? You ready to dance? You ready to eat? I'm ready to walk. <laughs> <laughs> ready to eat? <laughs> yeah. you say, when is a black person not ready to eat? Okay. Anyway, that's, that's irrelevant. Even if it's just a little eating of drinks. We need to drink our food. That's what we're going to do. I just want something. I like food. As long as we're not murmuring over it, we're good, right? <laughs> Shabbat Shalom. Lock. Oh, you're back. Oh, you're back. Was it? I love your stories. I really do. I mean, your stories were great. I was following you. I was there. I might there. not have been there physically. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't there physically, but I was there. I was there, and I had a ball too. I had a good old time. <laughs> I, I was there with people that I have yet to meet, and notice that I didn't say that I wasn't going to meet that I have yet to meet. So I was there. I had a ball. I had a ball. Told I yeah. Yehovah who told Kohaz Hey, you are Shabbat. I got you are Shabbat Jewel already. I like that when you said, "Don't trust people who ain't never been right by you from from the start." Why are you gonna give them your trust? They are not trustworthy. They ain't even earned your trust. Don't do that to yourself. They're not that gonna is- teach you right. They sure not gonna treat you right, and vice versa. So you are gonna sit here and give them your trust? I don't understand that. Oh, That's they don't. Tr- oh, I gotta do it again. Oh. They don't treat you right. Oh. They don't teach you right. They're not going to treat you right. Ah! Hallelujah. Oh, man. Think about all the people in them urches. You know what I'm saying? 
boy, here you go. You can't pay your rent, but your pastor's running around in a Cadillac. <laughs> you said the urchins. You said the urchins. I was trying to the urchins. Well, I know what they are. <laughs> yeah, them urchins. Yeah, them urchins. Yeah, please. Anyway, let me tell you one more thing. I cannot believe that you've never seen that commercial. Yeah, it says, and it is, and she was correct. It is the black uh, college uh, thing where it says a mind is a terrible thing. You never seen it for real? Was you serious? You didn't know it came from there? Do I remember it? Is the question? Uh, Okay, yeah, the United Negro College Fund. Yes, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. (laughs) I didn't think about it coming from that aspect. I just always heard it. You know what I'm saying? You just pick it up. You didn't know that that was who we could attribute it to. But now I know that's where it came from. Mm. Now Now I remember it. Okay, thank you. Oh, Lodevar, Lodevar. Oh, Lodevar. I was just like, no, she cannot be serious. Come on now. I know I'm older, but. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, Is that a hint, hint? Yes, I have it. Well, no, I don't. I have the materials for it. I just haven't done it yet. But that was a hint, hint. I get you. See, I can pick up on stuff. Uh, I might be older, but I'm not as slower. (laughs) Anyway, I have had a beautiful week, Todaya. You know, I thought it was going to be traumatic, and I thought I was going to be pulling my hair out because I'm not as young as I used to be, and we have babies in my house. To me, five-year-olds are babies, okay? We have babies in my house, and the noise level and uh, everything, I can't, I'm not, I can't do it no more. But um, with that being said, it was really good. We had we had so much fun, and we really were good. We were good. I was surprised. I was really surprised because usually I'd be like, look, go somewhere and sit down. <laughs> and it's a shame because they got me when I'm, you know, kind of broke down. And it's like I, I really can't, you know. I'm not that old, but sometimes I feel like I'm ancient. But that's 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 irrelevant. Um, how are you today? Are you well? I'm well. That's I am well. Great. I'm well, still dealing with a few issues, but listen, nothing the most I can't handle, right? So I take it to him, I cry the most I help me, help me. He be like, I got you, I got you. <laughs> I I think it was a memoir that I heard say this first. And I'm quite sure he picked it up from somebody, but it's all good. Um, our our power, Yehovah is bigger than any of our problems. So none of your problems, issues, I don't care what's going on in your life, he's bigger than it all. So you give it to him, you ain't got no worries. Plus, you got to remember, he's the one that gave it to you to see what you're going to do. But that's a whole different level. I'm not going to go there. That's the dear Mishpaka. It has been a long time since we have been together in this capacity. And um, after the Tefillah, we're going to pick up our story where we left off. So let's get this um, started. And as always, we always start by saying, Yehoah Hutov, Kohasman, Kohasman, Yehoah Hutov. Ani lo ed a ki ain li deyakot. Yehoah is good all the time. All the time, Yehoah is good. 
I will not worry because I have no worries. Hallelujah. We're going to start off with our first tefillah that we do every Shabbat. And I hope that you all did them on your own. And it starts off like this. El Yom Kasakro Bore Shokoje Varim Baraka Oti Baraka Otanu Baraka Divarim Od Ani Hawabe Ko Akshoka Wetaka Le Azoli Le Havin Ki Maaka Ata Hoe Hasiba Ki Ani Hoa Leteko Ki Ani Shavachia Mosha Most Powerful Creator of all things. You created me, you created us, and you created more things. I exist in your power, and you help me to understand that because you are is the reason that I am. Let all that I am praise Yah. Hallelujah. Ana Yehoah, lihio iti hayom hase. Bikmok oti badrin ki ani vosa la asot vatadikwa. Ta azor li lehisha el alhanati hanakon. Ta azor li. Yesh makshavot te yibiyot. Haratzon ka yaase. Im koko kaya ni yaten la yehoa shavak ko. Hallelujah. Please, Yah, be with me this day. Support me in the things that I want to do in righteousness. Help me to stay on the right path. Help me to have positive thoughts. Your will, Yah, will be done. With all my might, I will give unto Yehovah his praise. Hallelujah. Yah. Ulai et hamelin ha ele shall ha pe shall leave of Akusha. Ele makshavo shall leave. Halevi of Akusha atakam. Atazuri with the ali. Yes, leave et hako akli snook. La aso zamur har huria. We who ya aze zaman de shoka. Ani ohavit et asmi. Ani salakle asmi. Ani kai. Avreni, we mukhana likit modod im od yom. Ani bishmita mala al hamak shavot shes lewa al amuk akti. Toraya al ko divarim. Hallelujah. Yah, may these words of my mouth please you. May these thoughts of my heart please you also. You are my rock and my redeemer. I have the power to change. Make time for y'all, and he will take the time for you. I love myself. I forgive myself. I accept myself. I'm alive, alert, and ready to face another day. I am in complete control over my thoughts and my mind. Thank you, y'all, for all things and everything. Anaya bavakusha lihio iti hayom hazen ta azuli lihio kiviyo. Le hashti a ko adam ki aniba a be maga im hayom. We yivarek et kepe kedi. Leda be rach kefed kain. Kimak nsmika kakma lihiyot asapatayim shalim. Ani notenet laka with rach et ko torah al kal mashe ata ose bishulim. Mishmo oti min hakat im. Ani vrosa lehit keye, lehit keye. Legarom lehim lo, lihiot ha adon shali. Az abug keg eg ye, li ashma. Az ani lo eshen beko katag gado, 
Neged Anashim O Et Torato Baruch Shem Shel Yehoah Shabachya Ha'adir Anaya, please be with me this day. Help me to be a positive influence on each and every person that I come in contact with you today. Bless my mouth to speak only kindness and let wisdom be on my lips. I give you and only you all the thanks for all that you do for me. Anah, Yehoah, keep me from the sins I want to commit. May they not be my master. Then I will be without blame. Then I will not be guilty of any great sin against people or your Torah. Blessed be the name of Yehoah. Praise the mighty Yah. Ani le'alel et Yehoah be'kol eight. Shavako tami yihye al sepatai. Yah, ani yoda'at. Sheani lo ziriket lidog le'ata'iti. Kol de'egotai shakavti le'regulata. Hayom yom yihye yom shel manet se'at. Bishokaya yi. Lachem hakwar hotai lima ani. Ani asir Torah. Ani moquer. Yeshni yakas yakarat Torah. In kokokai. Ani attain la Yehoah shabako. Hallelujah. I will extol Yehoah at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. Yeah, I know I don't need to worry, but you are with me. All of my concerns I lay at your feet. Every day will be a victorious day. For you, y'all, will fight my battles on my behalf. I am so grateful. I am appreciative. I have an attitude of gratitude. With all my might, I will give unto Yehoah his praise. Hallelujah. Im Yehoah ani yakolala asot kodivarim. Ya ani makuna lishyom hase. Ani meksuyad bekoma she ani zariket. Ani urashehi, yeshli na alayim shel shalom. Ani lo holaket lehadid. Ani lo iten la anashim liknov et simtati. La yehoa holet ko shevakim. Nehedar, nehedar, nehedar yehoa kokai aksha ve tami. Hallelujah. With Yehoah, I can do all things. Yah, I am ready for this day. I am equipped with all that I need. I am empowered. I have my shoes of peace. I'm not going to get upset, and I'm not going to let people steal my joy. To Yehoah goes all the glory. Great, wonderful, magnificent is Yehoah, who is my power, now as always. Hallelujah. Yehoah, ata hakokai, ani mekabedet ota. Ani ohevet ota, ani patakat ota, ana rape oti, ana lihiyo iti, ana darek oti. Yehoahuto kohasman, kohasman, Yehoahuto, ani lo ed ab, ki ain li deako. Hallelujah. Yehoah, you are my strength. I respect you, I love you, and I trust you. Please heal me. Please heal me. Please be with me. Please bless me. Yehoah is good all the time. All the time, Yehoah is good. I will not worry because I have no worries. Hallelujah. Yehoah, kokai wa meleki, 
Animo teretlaka tora ako divariwe hako. Animo dalaka akai. Animo dalaka al shehiv tehati. Betukim be meshek ko haki ka. Animo dalaka al shehir oti habu queer. Animo dalaka yehoa al mishpaki. Hatatilati avurin hi. Hagana shelka we ahaba. Na shemua alehem betukin. Na liverek o tam ima shakwek nasi. Na liverek o tam yesh yom modin. Letet ratson ka ya ase. Yehoa ma power ma king. I give you thanks for all things and everything. I thank you for my life. I thank you for keeping me safe throughout the night. I thank you for waking me this morning. And I thank you, Yah, for my family. My prayer for them, Yah, is your protection and love. Please watch over them. Please keep them safe. And please bless them to have peace of mind. Please, Yah, bless them to have an awesome day. May your will, Yah, be done. Hallelujah. Shavak et yaha adia ki hu oile shavakim. Rachamim shalo lishpo le netza. Animodala yehoa aviva meleki ako havarim we hako. Animodalaka al kasedka ha ohe. Animodalaka al shehi kwadesh metzaman ka kedi lishiyot midali we mekapas oti. Yesh la kwakat et ze kamavun ma alaiwa aval lo ani. Hashevakim ka tamid yehe al hakayim hayom. Aimodalaka al shekwet nafsi. Sham yesh harmeliya yesh shalom. Sham yesh shalom yesh ahava. Ani yodaat menim brakotai. Ve ani modalaka. Nehedar, nehedar, nehedar et yehoa hakokai. Ani lo ed a ki eni deako. Yehoa huto kohasman, kohasman yehoa huto. Shavach ya ha adia. Hallelujah. Please, ya. Torah for all things and everything. Praise the mighty Yah, for he's worthy to be praised. His mercies endure forever. I give you thanks, Jehovah, my Father, and my King, for all things and everything. I thank you for your love and kindness. I thank you for taking the time to be mindful of me and looking out for me. Some take it for granted, but not me. Your praise, Yah, will always be on my lips. I thank you for life this day. I thank you for peace of mind. Where there is harmony, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is love. I know where my blessings come from, and I thank you. Great, wonderful, magnificent is Jehovah, who is my power now as always. I don't worry because I have no worries. Jehovah is good all the time, all the time. Jehovah is good. Praise the mighty Yah. Hallelujah. I release all negative thoughts that drain my energy. I think positive. I speak positively. I am positive. I will concentrate on all the good that is in my life, and I will ever be grateful. 
for all that I have. All blessings come from Yehovah. I am appreciative. I am beautiful. I am blessed by the best. I am caring. I am dependable. I am confident. I am elegant. I am fantastic. I am grateful. I have an attitude of gratitude. I am healthy. I am wealthy. And I am wise. I am intelligent. I am jubilant. I am kind. I am lovable. I am mindful. I am outstanding. I am perfection. I am quality. I am reliable. I am selflessness. I am trustworthy. I am vibrant. I am worthy. I am wonderfully made and highly favored. All of my zealousness is for the most high. From the womb to the tomb, I will give unto Jehovah his praise. Hallelujah. That's a damage, Papa. Now that we're feeling good because we got our little prayer on, we're going to go straight into our lesson for today. And as I always start, and this will not change, Yehoah Huto, Kohasman, Kohasman, Yehoah Huto, Anilo Ed Aki, Ain Lee, Deako. Yehoah is good all the time, all the time. Yehoah is good. I will not worry because I have no worries. Ani er kat et Yehoah be ko eight. Hasharako yihie la lo. Harak al tepatai. I will extol Yehoah at all times. His praise will continually be on my lips. Hallelujah. Otser malim, which is our vocabulary. Around, around, that is bisbibot. Around, bisbibot. To arrive, come. Higia, higia. Come, plural. Makiim, makiim. Work, plural, or workers. Avdim, avdim. Field, shatak, shatak. Fellows. Ahmitim, ahmitim. Fine. Um, not good looking, but okay. Like that's a bad, but it's a new word for it. And the word that we have to find is meshubak, meshubak. So that's fine. Problem. Be ayot, be I picked up. Asafti, asafti. Likely, likely to. Asoy. Asoy. In the car. Da rekhe. Da rekhe. In the car. Da rekhe. Young. Heat ear. Heat ear. In need of. Zakuk. Zakuk. A little. Me'at. Me'at. Part. Khaluk. Khaluk. Running or operating. Half alot. Half alot. Aspects or areas. Ti kumi. Ti kumi. Business. Business. Asheg. Mostly. Dequar. Dequar. Mostly. Stable. Orwa. Manager or director. Menahel. May not heal. To give birth. La 
Ledet, la ledet. Cool, machnis, machnis. For a while. Leza, lazman ze. No, lazman ma. For a while. Lazman ma. Out of. Mikuts, mikuts. Parents. Chorin, chorin. Extra. No, no, no sefet, no sefet is extra. Ready, plural. Mukanim, mukanim. To be harvested. Liksor, liksor. Barrel. Kaviot, kaviot. Summer, kwahit. Now, after the vocabulary, I did something different. Now, after the vocabulary that's in Hebrew, I also have a section where the vocabulary is in Hebrew. So the first word we had was bishbibot, which means around. You're going to see that you have your bait, your samek, your bait, your yod, your bait, your wab, and your tet. Excuse me, how, slika. So you're going to see that word down there. So bishbibot, um, ron goes with BC boat down here, okay? Now, Hagia is the next word, and so forth and so on. And that's how um, you can practice um, seeing it in both Hebrew as well as in Hebrew. So that's it there. With that, we're going to go on with our story. All right. Me'ukar yotir bo'oto bo'kwer bo'k. Tash, Tesha magi'im shalosha ufim lachawa. John we David uvdim im sav ba shetak we Elsa ovedet im safta began began slika. Later that morning, around 9 a.m., three workers come to the farm. John. And David worked with Grandpa in the field, and Elsa works with Grandma in the garden. Stop. Shalom, Amutim. Excuse me. Shalom, Ka. Ko haboquer hasubok haze. Shalom, fellas. How are you all this fine morning? John, I need Asafti et Dawid haboquer. I'm good. I picked up David this morning. He's having car trouble. David. Cain, Cain. Aval Anito, Sav. Mehu, Kit Ir Haze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm good, Sav. Who is this young man? Sav. Ani Sameyak She Ata To. Im Ata Zakhug. Lim ot kesef nosof David pashut tadi ali ani agid le ari ve chi tu kal liktov le ka le bahduk agev ze nakadizak zak slika who me bakuer be kwatzet ani mor e chi kalag ba avora le lo et mishek. They have a lot who as as soy la kwatak the deg yom ekad 
וזה I'm glad you're good. If you need a little extra money, David, just let me know. I'll tell Ori. I'll tell Ari so she can write you a check. Oh, by the way, this is my grandson, Zach. He's visiting. He is visiting for the summer. I am showing him the labor part of farming. He might run things one day, and it's good to know all aspects of the business. John and Dawi. Zach, they told Likonesh Otka, it's good to meet you. Zach, Shalom Don, Shalom John, Shalom Dawid. Lisgosh et Kulkin, Zema Otim Osim Khan Vashvia. Hi, John. Hi, David. It's a pleasure to meet you, too. So what do you guys do around here? John, the Ekwar Mashe Saab Ose, Anaknu Kolvim et Ha Etsim Weha Parot, Anu Ma'ah Kilim et Ba'ale Hakai Yin, Dawid Ohev Borwa, the Bikwar Im Hasisim. Mostly, we do what Saab does. We milk the cows and goats. We feed the animals. David here works in the stable with the horses, main, with the horses mainly. Dawood, Cain, Ani Menachiel Ha'ur, Wa, We Ahevit, Mslika, We Ohev, La Avod Im Hasisim. Ahed Hasisim Omed Leladet, Eid Tanoket, Ve Kal Yom. Ani Samayak Sheteye, Khan Lir Oetse. Yep, I'm the stable manager. I work, I like working with horses. One of the horses is about to deliver her for full any day now. I'm glad you're here to see that. Zach. Wow, they mock me. Ani gum. Lo yako le kako lir Oetse. Wow, that's cool. So am I. I can't wait to see that. Bena Tahim Elsa, Madawakat La Sata, She Tokel et Yamo. Meanwhile, Elsa is reporting to Sava, or Sata Slika, to get her day started. Elsa, Shalom Sata, Maslame. Hi Sata, how are you? Sata. Shalom, Elsa. Mevorek al yadei ha-tovim re'at. Hello, Elsa. Blessed by the best than you, Elsa. Ani pushut me'ole. Mihi hagbarot ha-tsira re'hayasa. I am great. And who is this pretty young lady? Safta. Ze nek dati. Sarah, Sarah, they ha ozeret Shelly Elsa. This is my granddaughter Sarah. Sarah, this is my helper Elsa. Sarah, Shalom Elsa, Nikmod Liskosh Ota. Hi Elsa, it's nice to meet you. Elsa, Kakdam Sarah, Kamazaman Otihiyekon. Likewise, Sarah, how long will you be here? 
Sarah. Ani mevakoret bekwayet. Hachorim sheli kashvu sheze yaase le achig we lo tov lihiyot mikhat la'ir lazoma. I'm visiting for the summer. My parents thought it would be good, it would do my brother and me good to be out of the city for a while. I've only been here a day, but I love it here. Elsa, they make mode. As ha ezra, ha no sepet shelanu. Sata, kama ye rakot nir im mukanim liksor. Tirse she are e la sara mala asot. That's nice. So you are extra helper. Sata, some of those vegetables look ready to be harvested. Would you like me to show Sarah what to do? Sata, ze yishye mit mode. Ani elek le hasig et ha kavi ot kede. She nuka le hot kio. Besede nashim. Bana ase et ze. That would be nice. I'll go get the barrel so we can get started. All right, ladies, let's do this. Besedea mishpaka gamarti. Zoker tani. Nehedar, nehedar, nehedar et sehoa. Gam. Medaber. Kiyizi. Mehishtair. Kiyizi. Bigla kiyuvi. Slika. Bikshu kiyuvi. Bigla Yehoa huet kiyuvi. Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. And as a note, this is the second part of our story. So I have more coming, and we're going to be on part three next week. That's the deal. <laughs> I just love this. It's going to be a little book by the time I get finished. Yehovah Hutov, Kohazman, Kohazman, Yehovah Hutov, Anilo et Aki, Eli, Deago, Otaam, Shabbat Shalom, Mishpaka, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, Dora, great job, so amazing. Wow, you all, you have a book coming your way, because by the time she finished, that's what it's going to be, a little mini book. Yeah, a little mini book. <laughs> yeah. No, this is... This is an actual story. It started with them, um, oh, because we've been gone so long, it's just like a, a, a gap in between. But it started with them um, coming down to visit their, parent, their grandparents in the um, summer. So she was, Sarah was explaining in the story that um, they're visiting for the summer because their parents, Hachorim. So she said, Hachorim Shali, Kashru. She ze ya ase le ag kai we li, you know, my brother and I, to um, get out the summer, get out of the city. The word for city is ir. You should know that one, but anyway, I don't think I gave that one to y'all, but ir is city. And that's the ayin, a yod, and a resh. Ir is city. So she's saying that it, her parents thought it would do them good to get out of the city, even if it's just for the summer. But 
as the story goes on, you're going to see some things, but I'm not going to give it away. But I've, I've already written it. Now, next week's segment is going to be the continuation because you've got to remember now the um, Susim, one of the Susim is having the, is having the baby uh, or the baby horse. I call it a pony, but I found out when I did research that a pony is not necessarily a baby horse. I, it was really weird. It's called a F-O-A-L, a fowl. That's what it's actually called, but we call them ponies. I think a pony is when it gets a little bit um, larger. When, when it first come out, it's called a fowl. An interesting, non-trivial stuff that has nothing to do with anything, but when you do research, you find out little things, and you just pass them on. And since I had the opportunity, I just thought I'd pass it on. Anyway, I, I, hit, I digress again. You know you know me. I like to keep moving in the wrong direction. How are you? So I was about to say, Dave, not me, but Jay Lowe, my <laughs> moving in the opposite direction. <laughs> we moving forward. Onward we march. Hey, by the way, they sang that song, Shabbat. Onward we march. All oh, praise to the most I have a copy of that. If As you would like. Too, don't I? It wasn't just one person. Like, you know, I come on and be one person. But they sang the song at Shabbat services. I missed some of those, uh, the way we used to praise and stuff, but oh, the the Hebrew family of Guyana kept up that uh, Hashaba way of praising, and it was very refreshing to see and to hear. And Toda Most High for them. Oh, my goodness. Toda Most High for Dota. She did a magnificent uh, uh, job, uh, a, a cool job, holding us down with this language to help us get closer to our culture. And so I'm thankful. I hope you all are not uh, taking this for granted, that this is being done on your behalf and for you. And um, I can't wait for the book to be published. I hope you saw that post I I tagged you in so that you can start working towards uh, publishing your book, Soda. And um, one of these days we'll be reading it out of our own book follow us along with the lesson that way. So I look forward to it. In the meantime... Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I should do it mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, make it like a little workbook. Yeah. I'm going to make a little workbook. Ah. No, I'm, it will be much that more too. interactive and fun for those of us that can't read and, and, and uh, understand the language, and you're helping us to do that with the stories, and definitely I think it could be done. So... Take a look at it and um, and 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 let us know what you're going to do. But in the meantime, we we appreciate the time that you take coming here on this line, Shabbat after Shabbat, giving us our lessons, our Hebrew word of the day, starting with prayer and ending with a great story. So y'all give a, a round of applause for Dora Matana L and thank the Creator for her life. Dora Rabbah, and you get that round of applause right now. Let's see. Let me get it. I'm going around. So, <laughs> all, right. all praise to the Most High for the beautiful Shabbat day. Let's continue on in this day. We're going to continue in the segments that are set up for us, giving glory to the Most High that way. This is a virtual service, y'all. We're going to hear from Moret Uziah. Yeah, time to call the family in. 
grab up the children, the grands, uh, grab up any and everybody that will uh, need to hear this Torah portion. The Torah portion helps us to uh, relate not just for back then, but up until this day and time. See if you can see yourself in these stories. Once again, this history, the Torah that we read, is something that movies are made of. Hollywood has stolen the stories and have creative license added to it just to make it seem as though you are not the people of this book. But I'm here to tell you are the people of the book. So pay attention to the history lessons in the form of Torah mind. Without further ado, Shabbat Shalom, everyone, and stay blessed. Public service announcement. Anachnu Merabrin Ivrit. Now back to our regular quick schedule programming. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has set the world in their heart. Yet so that man cannot find out the work that Elohim has done from the beginning even to the end. Ecclesiastes 3 11. Is the first word of the portion when you read it in Hebrew, 
This is the 11th weekly Torah portion in our annual cycle Torah readings. It constitutes the book of Bereshit or Genesis chapter 44, verse 18, and it reads through chapter 47, verse 27. But to give us a review of last week's Torah portion before we get into this lesson, I'm going to bring everyone up to speed. In last week's Torah portion, we catch, we discuss Yosef and how he interpreted Pharaoh's dreams and became governor of Egypt. We also discussed Yosef's brothers and how they went down to Egypt. We discussed how Yosef gave his brothers a test. He tested his brothers. Yaakov was persuaded to send the Yaman down into Egypt. Yosef entertained his brothers. And Yosef's brothers depart and are brought back. To give us an overview of this week's lesson, we'll speak of Judah's supplication. We'll speak of how Yosef makes himself known to his brothers. We'll speak about how Yosef's father decides to go down into Egypt. We'll discuss Yaakov and all of his family. How they moved into the land of Mitzrayim. We'll discuss how Yosef greets his father and instructs his brothers. We'll discuss the Israelites. Now they settled in Goshen. We'll also discuss how Yosef acquires the Egyptians' property for Pharaoh. Given all praise, honor, and glory to the Holy One of Israel. And to begin this week's summary, I first start off by saying once again, Hallelujah. Nehaleluyah. This week's Torah portion, it begins by referencing Judah's supplication. Judah supplicated to Yosef on the behalf of Benyamin. Exactly what does it mean to supplicate or to make supplication? Supplication is to humbly request something. Judah makes a humble request on the behalf of his youngest brother, Benyamin. In last week's portion, Mikhetz, Yosef presented a test to his brothers. that has continued into this week's sigil, or Torah portion. Yosef's test, which he presented to his brothers, was a multifaceted test. And what was the test? Test number one, he tested his brothers to see if they truly regretted the unbrotherly conduct they had committed against him. Number two, he also wanted to know if they would show concern for their elderly father, Yaakov, now known as Israel. Test number three, he also wanted to know if his brothers would now help to defend their younger brother, a son of his mother, Raquel, as they failed to do with him. And number four, Joseph wanted to know if his brothers would resist the threat against Benjamin or submit to it. Why were these factors important to Joseph? Because this is the beginning stages of mending the family ties, the family relationships. This is something that we all have to keep at the forefront of our minds. In our interpersonal relationships, oftentimes things go haywire. But we must always have the presence of mind to mend the breaches in the family. We have to make certain that we always cherish our family relationships, our interpersonal relationships with those who share the same blood as us. He wanted to see if his brothers were different men than they were two decades earlier. He wanted to know whether or not his brothers were worthy of forgiveness. This portion sets the stage for the repentance 
of Yosef's ten brothers who sold him. Now, how could we as a people determine if someone is sincere in their repentance? How can we discern if someone truly wants to be forgiven? The only way to determine if someone truly wishes to be forgiven is if their situation is recreated and the exact same choices are presented to them from the initial scenario where they aired at the place. If an individual who claims to seek repentance and forgiveness is placed in the same situation, but makes the right decision on the second chance, it ensures that their desire to correct their wrongdoing is sincere before the Most High and those who they may have transgressed. In the book of Bereshit or Genesis chapter 44, verse 18 to 34, Yosef has recreated the same dilemma which faced them more than two decades earlier. Yosef wanted to know if they would choose jealousy, envy, anger, and feelings of ill will for the true righteousness in brother's love. I pray that we all have the strength, courage, knowledge, wisdom, and desire to choose love over jealousy, over envy, over anger, and over feelings of ill will. In the book of Bereshi, Genesis chapter 45, we move on to discuss how Joseph makes himself known to his brothers. And we can all learn a lot from Joseph and his fortune. Even though his brothers wronged him and tried to harm him, Joseph held no grudges against his brothers for their transgressions against him. He was a forgiving type of man. Forgiveness is something that we must all embrace. If we're not willing to forgive one another for the wrongs that we may have committed one against another, how in the world can we ever expect the Creator to forgive us for the sins that we've committed against Him? You see, the book of Leviticus, chapter 19, verse 17, it echoes Yosef's sentiments. It says in the book of Leviticus, chapter 19, verse 17, that you shall not hate your brother in your heart. Rebuke your brother. Or sister, as to not bear sin because of it. When we harbor a grudge and ill will and feelings in our heart, it's like a cancer that decays, causes our spirituality to be decayed. It causes our relationship with our creator to be decayed. It causes our relationships one with another to be decayed. Hatred and ill will is like a malignant disease. It's like a cancer. We cannot allow those types of negative feelings to take root in our mind. So when Shaitan I spoke earlier about the importance of the mind, we have to all maintain a Torah mind, just like Yosef did in this portion. Even though he was wronged by his brothers, he was willing to forgive them for their sins and transgressions against him. Now, I'm not telling you to be a glutton for punishment. You to turn the other cheek and allow people to run all over you. I'm telling you that you should forgive, but not forget. I'm telling you that you should be willing to give individuals a second chance. In some scenarios, some people need more than two chances to make things right. We have to be willing to give them that opportunity just like we expect that opportunity to be given to us by our Creator. We must be willing to give that same opportunity one to another. 
Hallelujah. Ne hallelujah. Joseph was able to retrospectively examine his life and see God's will unfold. If we look at our lives retrospectively, we too can see the divine hand of the Creator in our lives. Again, Joseph was able to retrospectively examine his life and see God's will unfold in it. In the book of Bereshit, or Genesis chapter 45, verse 5, Joseph was indeed able to see the divine hand of the ultimate refiner. And the ultimate refiner is Yehoah Sabaoth, meaning his hindsight was 20-20, meaning he could see the hand of the Most High in the matter. He could see the Most High interacting in his life. We all must take the time to meditate on the creator's influence in our lives. We have to also have the ability to retrospectively examine our lives. Because hindsight is always 20-20, especially when you are serving of the most high. Now, how do we know this? How do we know that Joseph was able to see the divine hand of the ultimate refining Jehovah Sabaoth? How do we know this? We know this because he told his brothers not to be angry with themselves or grieved because he realized that Yehovah caused him to be in Egypt as a slave to ultimately save lives, namely his own family's life. In addition to the various nations of the East, he was able to seek refuge in a time of distraction, in a time of famine, going down into Egypt. So Yosef told his brothers not to be angry with themselves because of the wrong that they had committed against him. Yosef, he helped to preserve the house of Yaakov as well as to bring the word of the most to fruition. He was able to see this. Hindsight being 2020. Yosef also helped to preserve the lives of many of the surrounding Eastern nations. Therefore, Yosef did not want his brothers to be angry with themselves. What can we learn from this? Like Joseph's brothers, many of us are grieved and angry over the mistakes that we have made. But like Joseph told his brothers, not to be too hard on themselves. You should not be too hard on yourselves either. Here's a word to the wise. Never look down on yourself because of your past mistakes. Don't be too hard on yourself because of your past mistakes. Be grateful for the fact that you have life in spite of your previous wrongdoings. Hence the opportunity to repent and have a genuine resolve to change for the better, ultimately causing you to become a better person. Hence the refinement and transformation process of 10 of Jacob's sons at this point in our history. Raul and Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisashua, Zebu, Don, Akali, Gad, and Asher. They are all applying the concept that we know as Keshuba. They have an opportunity now to return to the right path. They have an opportunity to leave their sins and transgressions behind them, to throw them into a bottomless pit and remain forevermore. We all have that same opportunity as long as we have the breath of life. So again, I beg all of you who are listening, don't be too hard on yourselves for your past mistakes. 
have a genuine resolve to do better. If the scenario recreates itself and you're given an opportunity to face the same scenario where you went wrong at the very beginning, it has always been our best interest to do it right the second time around. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joseph was able to examine his life retrospectively and see the big picture. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His discomforts and obstacles and luck came to bring about an ultimate good, which was the preservation of life and the refinement of character in all the sons of Yaakov. And the same is true for us. Our discomforts in life, the tumultuous situations that we face in life, we have to be willing to persevere. Once we get through it, it's a refining of character. It causes you to be stronger. It causes you to be more knowledgeable. It causes you to be wiser. Let us all understand that our obstacles and our adversity in life is used as refinement to cause us to bring forth the ultimate will of the Most High while edifying our character and spiritual relationship with the Most High. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joseph also understood the value of family and desire to have his family near him, to provide for them, and to ensure their best interest during tough times, evident by his request for his father and the entire family to move to Egypt. And we can learn so much from Joseph. Many of us have resources available to us to make other members of our family's lives more comfortable. But we can take advantage of that. When we take the initiative to bring our family members to our fold and to provide for them, to care for them, to nourish them, to give them love. He gave his family the best of the land of Egypt, which was the land of Goshen. This portion also emphasizes the resilient love of family in spite of dysfunction, because this was indeed a dysfunctional family. Many of us have dysfunctional families. But the resilient Love of the family is the foundation that will cause everything to have the ability to be fixed, to be healed. It was evident that they loved one another immensely in this portion. Obvious because of the emotions displayed by all in this tall portion. Remember the book of Proverbs, chapter 10, verse 12. It says there that love covers all sins. What does that mean? That means that when love is present in any type of relationship, it's possible to overcome any dysfunction, any discord, or any animosity. Genuine love makes it possible to amend inner family relationships. Love is the incentive to help us move past the problems we encounter in our interactions one with another. May we all have relationships built on love. That we all be willing to dig deep down inside and show love. Love is the thing that heals any relationship. Love is the thing that can heal any situation. Love is what's needed to heal the various elements of this world that we see on a day-to-day basis. What better place to start with love than with your own family? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next, we'll discuss how Yaakov and all of his family go down into Egypt, and there's much we can learn from this. But this also gives us insight to the type of man Yaakov was. 
In the book of Peter, Genesis chapter 45, verse 20, Pharaoh said to the sons of Yaakov to tell Yaakov not to regard his possessions. He basically told him, come as you are, you and your family, when you move to Egypt. But as you can see in the book of Genesis, chapter 46, chapter 46, verse 1, Yaakov moved to Egypt with all that he had. He not only brought his family, his servants, brought all of his possessions, meaning he was a self-sufficient man. In spite of moving down to Egypt to be helped by his son, he brought his possessions even though he was told to just come and bring your family. This was the mindset of Yaakov which was found in the latter portion of the book of Genesis, chapter 45, and the beginning of chapter 41. I'm sorry, 46. Yaakov, man known as Israel, was a self-sufficient man. We too must have aspirations of being self-sufficient. We are not to depend on the various nations and families of the earth. We must depend on ourselves. We too must have that state of mind to be self-sufficient. Anytime we move to a new setting, we often bring all that we have so that we can sustain ourselves in this new setting. We gain further insight to Yaakov's state of mind as he traveled. Yaakov presented the offering while he traveled, also known as Korban. Korban is E3. It's called Kut Grace Bay. That is the root. And it literally means to draw near, which was a method of getting closer to the Most High, which is the equivalent of a prayer in today's time. So our forefather Yaakov traveled with a prayer. We too should emulate his actions and his relationship with the Creator. When we travel, we too should travel with a prayer. We too should travel with the desire to draw closer into the Most High. The specific type of korban or offering that he presented was zebak. Zebak is the type of offering that you would give that would be kind of synonymous with a peace offering. But expresses thanks and gratitude, acknowledgement of appreciation for the bounties and mercies of Yehovah. We should say prayers with that same spirit. That is the way that we now present offerings into the Creator. With the voice of our lips and the meditations of our heart, with the exaltations that we specifically designate to our higher power, Hazebach. This is the type of offering that you will present when you feel the pride of protection and the seeking of protection. Zavakin E3 is called Zion, Bait Pet. And Yaakov definitely wanted Yah's protection. He desired Yah's protection because he was moving to a new setting. He was moving to a new land. He was going to unfamiliar territories. And that is the way that we should think when we go to unfamiliar situations, unfamiliar places, when we're placed in a new setting. We should introduce Yah to that setting. Make sure that Yah is in our lives. Make sure that Yah will be our umbrella of protection. That is the way our forefathers thought 
as he was about to journey to the new place. Place that this strange thing this place is called him there. Hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. Even the place he chose to bring forth his offering gives insight to Yaakov's personality and state of mind. I harp on the state of mind because it is in our best interest to control our thoughts, to have and maintain the Torah mind. And it was evident that our forefathers maintained the Torah mind before the Torah was even formally codified and given to Moshe on the mountain. Hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. Yaakov presented his offering at Be'er Sheba. Be'er Sheba is the well of oath, also known as the well of swearing. Be'er Sheba was an ancient settlement of worship on the southern border of Palestine, 27 miles from Hebron. This was a focal point of communicating with the Most High established in the day of his grandfather, Abraham, and a focal point in the worship of his father, Isaac. Meaning that Yaakov was walking in the ways of the Most High, as did his father and grandfather. Hallelujah. Nehalelah. Meaning he was following in the ways of his fathers. He was following the Hebrew way of life. He was maintaining the Torah mind. Yaakov's state of mind was indicative by his offerings and caused the Most High to communicate with him as a result of his genuine desire to draw near, which caused the Most High to give consent for him to go down to Egypt. How many of us ask for consent before we make a divine consent, that is? Nothing sent from the homies, nothing sent from a stranger. Consent from the Creator before we embark on new endeavors. Let us all make certain that we seek the Creator of heaven and earth before we enter new situations, just like our forefather Jacob did. In addition, a promise was made to bring them out of Egypt. The Most High also promised to be with.